0: Welcome back to the bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, fans off the wall since nineteen sixty motherfucking six. Yeah, okay.
1: Drop that bitch.
0: just like clockwork baby i'm d jones i got my main man the ghost with me and we got ants one behind the scenes just to clarify we get a lot of emails and people be calling him antoine his name is anthony we call him ants one two different words just wanted to clear that up for the people anthony aka ants one deserves a shout out every time you step inside the post office that's A N T Z one for the people
2: it's a cool it's a thing. thing Still, still.
0: Yeah, the been going on too long and i know that it's probably my fault because i'm the one that says ants one and it sounds like antoine so just had to get that off my chest ghost monumental week inside studio e as they all are because the latest and greatest the newest step is always the most important break it down to the people oh man we got a can't stop won't stop triple og legend
3: in the house this week none other than mike york you know i'm saying big time ledge still doing his thing in the streets on the regular also giving back with the youth these days skate lessons you already know just a real nice guy and it was a pleasure to finally get him on the pod so shout out to Yorkie for coming through and we taking y'all straight to the post office answering all y'all loose balls emails out there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying one of the best times of the week listening to that shit reading that shit and then you know what i'm saying it's a little rundown thing football's heating up you know what i'm saying cj stroud's heating up fucking Wemby's heating up
0: it's just another epic week here in studio e man and now time for everybody's favorite shameless self-promotion from the bunt make sure to follow us on instagram at the bunt live subscribe to us on youtube at the Bunt live hit us up on our patreon patreon.com slash the bunt christmas is around the corner and that's the given season baby so all our patrons you know keep your eyes open in those inboxes and then head over to thebuntlive.com every episode logged for your and pleasure maybe get some new gear up there you know we're we about to spice the, the website up and add a little more content for everybody. We got plans stepping into the new year. But one thing you can count on right now is the ghost shout out of the week. I ain't got time to watch every piece of footage that drops. Hello Clips tried to make me do it and even they couldn't. But luckily, the people, we have the ghost filter. He watches everything so you don't have to.
1: Ghosts tell me what i missed this week y'all know what time it is shout out of the week brought to you by the den by skaters for skaters and the undying love of skate videos an app available for free on iphone ipad android and even apple tv this week we travel into europe you know what i'm saying shout out free skate Mag coming in clutch didn't know what my shout out of the week was gonna be and then this part just landed right in my face dan fisher's part in rotating asset what i like to call a masterpiece great trick selection great spots perfect edit crazy ender this part's got it all go check out the man dan fisher wish he stuck that switch inward heel but he had to let the people know he almost did it it in the edit anyways better luck next time my dude the Nolly cab switchback, nose blunt shove oh shit i shouldn't give away the ender i hate when that happens on instagram but dan fisher killing it go check out his part yeah you know i'm saying
3: only one thing left to do before we kick off this interview and that's crack an ice cold beamer there's a new buzz in town you get me it's beamer beer flooding the streets of toronto Bro, me and Donald had to pull up to Bar Poet, get a couple pizzas the other night, and uh, multiple Beamers were consumed. I think our table went through a case on the spot. Shout out Bar Poet, Queen West, you know what I'm saying? Queen and Dovercourt. It's a mad thing out here. The new buzz we hear is the only
0: buzz. It's just the beginning for Beamer Beer. Mission Flood the Market is well underway. The wait is over. Mike York inside Studio E, the long awaited interview. Let's get it cracking. All right, we've got Mike York in the building today. Welcome Hello. inside Studio E, man. What's going on?
4: Appreciate you. Nothing, man. Appreciate you guys. Getting over a, a little old man injury, like a hip flexor thing. Oh, fuck. I I had it, like, last year, and it took me out, and I didn't know what it was. So I was claiming Mm -hmm. I had sciatica. So the whole time I'm doing all these exercises, like, hurting it more for the the wrong thing. I'm trying to diagnose myself. So this time I'm on it. But, like, man, just getting old. Like, I hurt it having a good day skating. Like, it's like, I didn't even slam. Usually (laughs) it's, like, usually it's from, like, you you know what you did wrong. And that was, like, I was good. I think... I think i don't stretch enough like i get too cocky like i start feeling good And yeah. like i'm young man like i forget to i gotta do them old man stretches dude
0: dude sometimes i'm like that though i feel like the best way to warm up is to just skate you know and like yeah. slowly you start to feel better i'm not a huge like stretcher either me neither yeah i, I guess we should start man
4: like it's weird because like i was I, I'm the same as everyone, so I'm looking at it like I'm, I don't want to stretch. I used to get out of the car and just film <laughs> yeah. the, the manual trick and just go home. Like, I'm just, like, yeah. you know, get a banger and just leave. Like, don't even skate all day. Just go to get the work done. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go get a clip for, give me 30 minutes. I'm going to go get a clip, and then that's it. No yeah. skating all day, like type thing. Yeah. So now it's like, you know, boy, boy, stretching and feeling take good. Take care of yourself. But I figure it's from the wear and tear. I'm kind of proud of it. Like, you know, now that I'm old, I, like, I embrace everything a little differently. So I'm, like, mm-hmm. proud of, like, the bum knee and, like, this and that because that shit's on film. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you earned it. I was either going to get a clip or, you know, sink with the ship. And that one sunk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Mike, we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment.
4: Oh, my gosh. Favorite skate moment? Dude, I don't know. There's so many. Oh uh, shoot. Mike Carroll Skater of the Year was pretty rad skate moment Ooh. because it was like EMB. We're all kids. It was kind of like that new wave came. You know, it was like it was like the first of the like younger dudes from the OGs. If you saw Skater of the Year mm-hmm. prior, it'd be like Solomon Agar, or, you know, someone like that, like more of an OG. And, like, Carol was, like, the first of, like, our age. And then we all went on stage, like, some Wu-Tang shit. Like, we were all (laughs) up there. People were getting the mic, like, E&B, like, like all this (laughs) stuff. It was great, you know what I mean? I was so young, I wasn't even drinking then. I was just so excited to be up there with everybody. It was dope. That Moment really was rad, cool and then of course, of course, my Golden State Warriors winning, yeah. you know, and coming up with, with Andrew yeah. Bogan on there, that squad, and and like yeah. you know, where we had the blur off the bench, where our bench was like better than the whole NBA, you know what I mean? At the time, <laughs> our bench was ruling, it could have we could have started the bench easy, and and so and just all those guys crushing it and me being a super duper golden state warrior fan you could go back you could see my pig wheels i had golden state warriors wheels and Damn. all that stuff you anything, earned this shit anything i was like i was touching i wasn't no like you know like oh we're winning over here in california we change my the flag in my car or whatever <laughs> if anything <laughs> at, when we started winning i toned it down Like I used to be more like Golden State hat, Golden State everything when we were like losing bad. Like you know, I thought we were, and you know what? It's that moment, sports moment, and then when when like the Golden State Warriors just made the playoffs was kind of also a pretty good one with like with like Captain Jack on there and 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 Baron Davis puts up the yeah does the curling go dunk? Oh boy, so classic. Yeah, hey, yo, those two are pretty good.
3: I've been I jumped on the bandwagon that season. The Baron Davis, you know, Captain Jack, Al Harrington, all those boys, one of the funnest teams I've ever watched. So I've been right. rocking with them since then. But how different did that hit when they just won that fourth one and just seeing Steph like finally shut up the haters oh, was- and get the finals MVP? That's one of my favorite sports moments. we could talk hoops all day but i know back to our regular scheduled programming here take us back to the beginning where'd you grow up and how'd you get into skating
4: all right i grew up in a town called el cerrito california which is like in the east bay kind of maybe a couple of towns away from like berkeley so it was like pretty much like uh berkeley if i was to describe it or whatever like small little town and um you know, a uh, little kid hanging out at school, sixth grade, see these dudes come through skating, they have the launch ramp and they're like skate full blown skaters like with the Tony Hawk, you know, hair with the bangs. <laughs> what this'll <will> be <laughs> yeah, about bitch. I wanna say eighty seven, eighty eight, something like that, I wanna say. So that's kinda how I kinda like got into skateboarding and seeing that. And before that I was riding bikes not doing anything, but just into riding a bike as a kid, right? And so mm-hmm. I would see in the store, there would be bicycle magazines with, like, dudes doing airs and stuff. So I would check that out, and there would always be, like, skateboard, like like a little skateboard, uh, like a shop, maybe a bike shop that sold skateboards. And they would have oh. all these graphics across. They were really small, so the ones I could see were, like, the Roscop face and all these boards. And as I was, like, getting more into you know, noticing skateboarding and stuff like that. I, uh, seen a kid my age kind of like, you know, those guys were a lot older. They were, they look like high school kids. I'm in like, you know, fifth, sixth grade. So I'm looking at mm-hmm. these guys, like I'm not going to talk to them or whatever. And, you know, but they were ripping. They had like all this, the, you know, the board with the stickers, all, whatever the 80s was, they full blown had it, like the hair mm-hmm. and everything. So I was tripping. And then I had to already seen, um, I seen thrashing. So our like someone put me on the thrashing, so I seen that. Oh, there's a skateboard movie. And then yeah. that was what I thought skateboarding was. So a lot of those guys are actually, you know, who when I saw like the daggers, which is like Hussoy and like all these pro skaters, I didn't know who they were. They were really at first, you know. So yeah. So when I got into skateboarding and learned pros like Tony Hawk and all these, I, I thought it was made up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was larger than life. I thought it was made up because I seen thrashing. So, I, you know, I'm like, that's to do with the green hair and thrashing, the dagger. And it's all Christian Asoy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's Christian Asoi. Like, But I better, I was introduced to him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Through, through that.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. So what would you consider your first big break in the skate industry?
4: Okay, so let's say, like, okay, I would skate Embarcadero all the time, and then uh, it started becoming the hot spot, you know? And so Mm -hmm. there would be contests, like, back to the city, and everyone would come to Embarcadero to skate all the pros. You know what I mean? So I met a lot of people through just being at Embarcadero and them visiting. You know what i mean mm-hmm. like so i would meet like the san diego pros from h street because of mike carroll and these guys you know so i'm like mm-hmm. sitting there meeting like you know sal barbier or whoever you know met sean Cheffy there Sweet. all these people you know what i mean so it was like really cool like them traveling there me being a local i i got i met a lot of these guys so i i think i started to like they started to know my name and like, get like, I don't know, like, you know, you, you talk about skaters. Oh, this guy, you know, Joe Blow, he's doing switch crooks down there at the, at the plaza. He's awesome. Like whatever. (laughs) It it was like that, I guess. So people would say, Oh, you're Mike York. I heard about you. I'm like, what, you know, (laughs) you did like, you know, okay. Like (laughs) from who, like, obviously my friends at Embarcadero we didn't have Mm -hmm. social media or nothing, you know?
0: Yeah.
3: Speaking of EMB, um, Sure, you have a million memories from there, but well, what's one of your favorite memories from that era?
4: There was like a time where where like everyone was just like learning tricks and skating, and it was crazy because we were all learning the same tricks. Like you know, the it was like the no slide to crooked grind time. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. it
4: it was cool because it was like we all would learn it, and then someone would learn a trick, and then everyone would go, "How do you do that?" And they (laughs) would show you, and then we'd all learn it. It was not. It was. I don't think I don't think it was like competition with each other, but it was like, you know, we were like all wanted to learn it so we could continue to skate together because you looked at it like, you know, if you got to a certain level and they they were falling behind, you can't really hang out and skate with them as much because you're trying to go to the stairs. They're still trying to drop off the curb and we're (laughs) little kids. We're like young. So we're not thinking like, oh, just come with it. You know what I mean? It was like clicky back then. Mm-hmm. So it was like, we saw like, oh, the good skaters, they go over there. When they see us, that we're not that good, they avoid us. They don't want to skate with us. They avoid it. They, oh man, we got to go over there. I never knew why till I got older and understood that it wasn't necessarily us. It was just, they were focusing on their stuff and we would just be all stoops in the, mm-hmm. in the way, like, you know, hanging out at the bottom of the stairs. Like what? Like while they're trying to do it. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. So.
0: In your mind, who was the EMB MVP?
4: Mike Carroll. Mike Carroll, for sure. He, yeah. won. he won Embarcadero, for sure. You know, Henry Sanchez right there, dude, but Mike Carroll won. <laughs> Mike Carroll's the That's winner. That's a massive dude. title. Yeah, I mean, the C block. You yeah. know, when they, when they show Embarcadero, I and mean, it's part and questionable, they, they panned down from the Hyatt Regency Hotel. That's, that was the big building that was in front of it. And they're mm-hmm. panning down, and it's a C, and they write Carol's name in the C at Embarcadero. So, I mean, there it is Mike Janowski. Like, he, it, it's it's Carol's spot. It's done.
0: <laughs> so, you mentioned his name before, and this pod has lacked some Henry Sanchez talk for a long time. Mm-hmm. Can you give us a Henry story,
4: man? I've seen, okay, okay, this is a good one. I, I've seen Henry. Um, uh, we were skating up parking lot this i want to say we were at this place called fort mason whatever it's it's like old school like little curb manual back then you know okay so we're we're skating there and i remember and henry has a gang clips there so i remember one time we were skating there it was like Aaron Mesa was there me probably carl probably lavar probably like the whole squad like of little kids and henry's there and he's like putting it down you know henry's like always this level was up you know like mm-hmm. this we we're like trying nose willy, like shove it out henry's probably doing like like you know kickflip nose wheelie or you know front 180 fakie manual so a little more tech you know he always yeah. he was he pushing, was pushing it. it always so i remember him getting really mad at the cars like going yeah cars and we're in a parking lot. Like he was yelling at the cars that were supposed to be doing, like, we're not supposed to be there. But he took mm. it like, I'm supposed to be here. Why are you here? Why is this car driving here? But it's a parking lot for cars to, you know, stuff like yeah. that. That was funny. Yeah. I remember him getting really upset and breaking his board over that. You know well, what I mean? So, I mean, we all did. We all got stressed out. Of, but Henry would get upset back in the day, like, easy. Cause he also had, had it like that. He could break a board and he had a new one. You know what I mean?
0: Like, so he he was set up.
4: Yeah. He had it like that. So he could, he could demolish his stuff. You know, we all did though. You know, that was kind of like the Steve's back then. Like you get mad, you could have a temper tantrum, throw your board and it's like, Oh, he's, he must be a great skater.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Uh, Uh So can you give us a little rundown of your board sponsorship history? Uh, like before leading up to chocolate and then how, how you ended up getting down with the chocolate fam?
4: Let's see. Let's see. So I started off getting real boards when real first started, and their team was, like, super Damn. big. It was all kinds of guys. Like, Henry Sanchez was on there, obviously. James was on there. Nick Tuchet, um, a bunch of guys. This guy, Tony Henry, all, all kinds of – the team was super big. and the, And it wasn't like back then you advertised as, like – team list you know what i mean or like here's our team it was just kind of more like you know santa cruz back then like they didn't really have a team list you were just on santa cruz with a bunch of other guys you know what i mean it mm-hmm. sort of was that style so i remember getting on real and that was like amazing and getting boards and stuff and like hanging with solomon a guy, and like tommy guerrero and i already knew all those guys so I think that's what helped me get on because they got, you know, they felt me out, I guess, coming to a embarcadero. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't just me, cause it was like other people at a barcadero were getting sponsors. So as they hooked them up, they're like, why don't you hook him up since you're you know, since you're handing them out, like, you know, hand him one, <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> so that was cool. And then um and then from that I started, and then, you know, at this time, Rio is like the OGs, okay? So you have, like, Jim and Tommy who are OGs, and then I have my older guys that are on there that are my OGs, and then I'm like the young the young dude, you know? So there's maybe, like, one or two young guys on the team. So I'm not really relating as much to the older guys as I would to people my age, right? That's skate. So our, our, yeah. our view is going to be a little bit more on point and their view is going to be a little more old school just like my view now with riding a skateboard is a little more old school versus like if i'm skating with this guy i'm not going to the ledge to denali flip crooks i'm going to the curbs you mm-hmm. know what i mean so i'm it was like that like these guys want to go skate that shit but we want to skate that shit you know and get down For on sure. the ledges and whatever and they want to go skate that bank thing that we don't want to you know eh. <laughs> you know what i mean so be, yeah. it's, it's the same kind of shit so that kind of thing got me hanging out with like all the young dudes that were like starting to get on World Industries and my friend Spencer. And, and now I'm, I'm hanging out with Spencer. I'm hanging out with this guy, that guy. He's telling me about Daewon Song. And I'm like, who? And he's like, you'll see. And I'm like, okay. And then I saw, and we still see to this day. He hasn't <laughs> let us down one, one minute, but you know, but back then he's like letting me know all that stuff I'm starting to to hang with those guys and at this time like world industries is starting to be like popping and looking dope i'm hanging them skating in barcadero with javante a lot javante is taking a liking to me for some reason he doesn't do that he he does you know i've watched him punk everybody and talk shit <laughs> and he never really did it with me he supported me i always was like yeah that was dope blah 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 he'll fuck with me a little bit but it was not like you know i've seen him I've seen him not like people, let's put it that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> he could be pretty mean. And and, and because he's that dude, you're kind of like, whoa, he's, you know. So that was cool. And then next thing you know, like, why don't you ride for World or what? blah, blah, blah. Like Tim Gavin yeah. and those guys came to Embarcadero for like a week or two. And me and Tim got super close and, and became homies about the same age. And we're like drinking Dr. Pepper's. Like we're that little. We're drinking Dr. Peppers and going to Carls Jr. and getting onion rings and shit. You know, and then skating and stuff. And like he has all these blank world industry boards. So he's giving me world industry boards while I'm on real. And but they're blank. So I'm like, oh shit. Like I'm riding, I can put a real sticker on. I'm hoping those guys don't come down to bust me. You know what I mean? So, and then I'm still on, but then I'm more relating to that. And then these guys are actually accepting me over there. So now, by this time, it's like 101 video dropped. All these, all this stuff is like happening, and that camp is looking sick. You know, so Mm -hmm. they gave me opportunity to come over. You want to ride for us? Hell yeah! Are you kidding me? And Javante Turner literally goes to the payphone, calls Rodney Mullen. Like with a one-eight hundred number. Didn't even pay for I I was impressed off that back then. He didn't even drop <laughs> drop no money and he said D-d-d-d-d-d. called, contact to Rodney, gets on the phone with Rodney Mullins, says, Yeah, we put New York on, blah, 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 blah. Signs. So, right, okay, oh, yeah. talk, talk to him for a minute. So here, he wants to talk to you. So I'm on the phone, a Bargadero talking to Rodney Mullen, like, Hello? It's fucking Rodney's voice. What? Oh, hey, huh. You know how he'd be like talking like that, like all soft and shit. <laughs> it was that. I was on the phone with Rodney. I'm, look, I'm looking at Javante like, what the fuck? Are you serious? He's talking to me. Yeah, if Javante says you're good, then, you know, if Javante G- would never do that. So if he's saying if he, you're okay, then you're okay with me. I'm sending you some boards to Javante's house and then we'll start doing it from there. We'll get some footage, blah, blah, what? blah, blah. Yeah. Damn. So so that was how I got on World Industries. So that was how it was back then, you know, 90s style, right?
0: What an epic memory. How man. cool was yeah. that?
4: It was the phones right by Mrs. Fields Cookies, right there in the bucket. I'll never forget. Wow. It wasn't like the EMB one that was out in front of everyone. We had like a private phone too, <laughs> like oh, over, yeah. <laughs> over there. It was like more of the cut, you know? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that was super fun. I got to go down to the World Warehouse. Now, Carl Watson rides for them, Um, you know, my man Shamil rides for them, a bunch of guys, you know, a bunch of my friends, all of us are in the same age, into the same things, you know what I mean, I go down to the World Park, um, you know, the one that's in all those videos, so I was tripping, I guess Nottis helped design that place or whatever, so I was bugging out being there, and then end up like, there's an editing room there there's like a little closet with like product and boards and stuff and then there's like a skate park and so it's like for those world for all the world guys that was like 101 you know all the teams prime mm-hmm. i think prime was there and all those kind of dudes so you know i'd go there and then they would take us there and it'd be like rodney mullen chilling with like socrates editing footage oh hey what's up and just walk by i'm like what the fuck go in there it's like gabriel rodriguez is already in there skating and i'm like oh shit do i sit down and watch do i skate with the dude like what do i do like that's how i became friends with gabe was skating there because me and gabe it was a it was a just us two you know Mm -hmm. and then and then so we're skating and he's clapping for my shit and i'm already a gabriel fan yeah i mean from you know like the the band this video you know as soon as i knew when i seen those four come on man i was like oh that's street skate that's i was relating to them in the video you know Mm -hmm. and so to and then the one-on-one video comes out he does the front 180 Fake 5 50 made it up like on a ledge. Like he was the first guy to have that in his part. No one was even really doing fakey five O's on high ledges like that. So when he did it, it was like groundbreaking. And his part was literally like maybe like five tricks. It was like the beginning <laughs> of a song that couldn't he didn't even know what song it was. It was like dar, 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 done. You know, but it was so classic and so and that I think that's what gave Gabe that like. That, like, you know, legendary dopeness. like He kind of he kinda had that MF doom to him because mm, yeah. of that. Because it was, like, a short-ass part, but the most hidden tricks in the world. Like, you couldn't. Like, he does, I think, a back 360 ollie flip. Like, whatever you call that trick. Oh, you know, tri flip board and body. Whatever it is. You <laughs> know, he did one, though. Over, over. Yeah, he has cut pants, big-ass, like, blind jeans on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think Nolly heel flips and stuff over the hip. And, like, dudes weren't doing that. It was like it was crazy because, you, you know, what's so crazy. I've been skating so long that like dudes will say, oh, dude, nolly flipped the thing, you know, like the stairs or the plaza thing or the, you know, yakety yak. Mm-hmm. And I've been skating so long. It's like, dude, nolly flipped. <laughs> he, that was it. Like, he didn't, like, you know what i mean like, so, like oh, that's it like dude did an ollie flip allie mills like who you watch it oh my god like so allie mills made up nollie flips so i'm pretty sure he's in the new deal video the first oh, new shit. deal video doing it yeah it's crazy dude so like you know how everyone thinks they made up a trick like i think yeah. i made up pop shove it nose grind 180 it's like no dude did it already like back <laughs> in the day
3: yeah. <laughs> day one did it all already back in the day mm-hmm.
4: Seriously, I heard. OK, I've never seen it, but I heard from a reliable source, Daniel Castillo said that he used to be like a Z boy. He was like a Butch Sturbin's kind of skater. Like, you know, he would like slash and, and like, you know, how good he way. does his joke. OK, so you know how he does his joke around slashing, how he's so good at all that kind of stuff. I mm. guess he used to really sit, be a slasher kind of dude at first or something. That's what Daniel told me. He fresh. was like a Z-Boy dude at first. And then he became, Then, like, thank God he tried a fake manual. Imagine he, imagine One well, never even tried a fake manual that, that time, that day. <laughs> imagine he had something else to do. You uh, know what I mean? Imagine yeah. he had violin practice and he didn't go do a fake manual that day. <laughs> we would be so, oh, skating would suck. <laughs> yeah it'd be terrible i think about stuff like that in a jokey way like dang like what if jason lee didn't do that tray flip that day what if he went and did something else you know like and we never got it you know
0: so then how did the girl chocolate thing come about how'd you guys start it
4: okay so actually from from the world thing i went to back i went to stereo Mm. because there was a time where um i was focusing a lot of boards Because I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I kind of was skating a lot. So dudes are focusing boards. Like, it was all around me. It wasn't like it was just me. It was like everyone I saw was doing it. Like, even Mike Carroll's in the video. Mike Carroll had a a Plan B board. I think it was a a fake Jordan, but it was him about to focus a board. Like, just do it. (laughs) He's like, foots up. Like, about to break a board. It said something like that. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm young and I'm easily influenced. You know, you're young, you're around your older peers, If Mm -hmm. I'm doing what they're doing. So if they're, if they're missing their trick, getting frustrated, they're not laughing it off. They're throwing their board. They're they're gangsters. They're getting mad. Like, "Ah," like, you know what I mean? So I'm mimicking that. And, mm-hmm. and i'm able to have like a temper tantrum and it's okay because it's like oh like i said he must be a good skater like that's where I, i'm seeing sure. it happen like you know if you watch a lot of video you know i mean shoot you'll watch like uh those beagle tapes you'll see eric ellington doing that stuff to this day like throwing his board you know getting mad like in those clips and stuff you know yeah still focusing boards and shit like that
0: so that's why you left the world because they ran out of boards. They,
4: Pretty much. They would only give me like <laughs> one board. They would give me like one fucking board in a box. Like I got to get a box of be one board. And then it, they then they were giving me like the old boards. So I would get, people were like, dang, you like that board? And I was like, nah, that's all they give me, you know? Yeah. So they would give me like a blank board, one, and it was just, that's all I had. Where before, if, at least if it had graphics, I could maybe go to the shop and swap it out for something I like, you know, or, yeah. you know, so they were doing that and then i was you know which is totally normal i'm breaking board i'm being a stupid little kid kind of taking everything for granted a bit you mm-hmm. know but then also it's funny too because you get the the reputation of Rocco like you hear about him throwing money out right and like buying everyone yeah. shopping sprees and so i don't know maybe i got wires crossed but i kind of didn't think that they were going to trip on me for breaking boards, you know. Yeah. I'm like, don't, don't even hand out $100 bills to everyone and <laughs> stuff like that. And they know all the stories I hear, so I don't know. It was crazy. So anyway, I'm skating in San Francisco, and I'm skating with LeVar a lot, and I'm skating with my man John Diago, and those two guys are on stereo. So me skating with those guys is kind of how I began to, like, get interested and they're like why don't you come skate with stereo blah 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 like lavar would like spend the night at my house and stuff and we would like kick it and watch skate videos like little kids you know mm-hmm. like watch skate videos go to bed wake up from go try to learn a trick go do something you know what i mean go skating i think me hanging out with those guys and the world thing being kind of weird and then i got the same vibe because they're my friends that's mainly what i wanted i wanted to be with my friends and then Jason Lee's like my number one favorite skateboarder in the world. That's the best skater in the world. Like no one no one could tell at least me that anything different. Like he's number one best dude, like amazing. Like so to get a chance to be on a skateboard team with Jason Lee was you know, it's like playing with your favorite player, right? You get to go yeah. over there. You're yeah. like, bro, I don't care if we win or not. I get to be with you and pick your brain and hang and vent you know what I mean? Like
0: Yeah, that's
4: epic. I had the poster on my wall now. I'm now, I'm writing his phone number in, and that's how old school it was. I had the thing in my, my wallet that, like, it was like a phone book that, like, pulled out, and you <laughs> could, like, pencil in people's number, and then you fold it back in, you slip it in like a credit card. And I remember writing Jason Lee's number in there, just bugging the fuck out. Jay, look for the J. 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 <laughs> so crazy, you know? And just like, that was cool. That was just so awesome, you know? And then. Board issues with that. Now, tail steeper than the nose issues, like... Oh, oh, gee. You know, the older dude that doesn't really care about the specs and like a little flat in the tail. And like, ah, 54, 52, what's the difference? You know, big difference if you care. If you're trying to nollie 180 flip, it's a huge difference. Give me some 54s and I've been working with these 52s. Get these big old hunk of things out of here, right? (laughs) Flat ground, you want some small wheels, man. Smaller your wheels, that board's going to move. It don't matter if you have a nine. You nine with 50s, you'll flip that thing. It'll, It'll rotate. You put some big old wheels, you're, man, you're going to pull a muscle, you. man. <laughs> I still you know? skate 52s. I feel you. You know, so it's like when I'm slashing, I bump them up because I know I'm not going to flip. And, yeah, if I'm flipping my board, I got them on deck, like the little guys. And so, and so, you know, those guys didn't really care about that stuff. And I'm skating with, like, Carol and all these guys. They have all these new world boards, all these dope-ass boards, and, you know, and, and, and then Carol. I mean, girl boards. You know, Carol's on girl. So I'm seeing mm-hmm. the flat the flat joints all the new stuff all my favorite skaters that are like the best skaters skating the best on those boards so i'm looking at my board like damn my shit looks like it's two years old it's like my mother you know what i mean i just got this board and the tail is like crazy steeper than the nose. i'm trying to tell those guys they don't really i'm complaining i'm like bro these boards are, and they're looking at me like this little dude don't know what you're talking about when i'm comparing it to all these dope ass girl boards you know, you mm-hmm. look at the first girl board, the shapes, everything. You look at the board, it's just a whole different scene because there was like more slashery dudes on there, OG slashers who didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. you know, they were, none of them dudes was trying to nollie flip except Solomon, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and, and so he he's made it.
3: down on the handrail switch, man.
4: Yeah, he made that shit up. So, you know what I mean? He could do it on anything.
0: So that's when you made the move to chocolate
4: when it, the opportunity arose. Yeah, cuz then, cuz that cuz it again all my friends. So at that time Ben and Chamil left World and they you know everyone left the World camp and went over to to do the girl and chocolate thing. I'm like the last guy because I kind of got taken from from a Stereo. So, mm-hmm. you know, everyone else was like from that camp, like mostly, I want to say almost everybody. Like 101 got swooped and everyone got swooped. And so mm-hmm. for I was down with all those guys. Like, hang out with them every day. Me and Ben Sanchez, Shamil Randall, like every single day, skating or not. Like, we were hanging, doing stuff. So that's. What, and we skated so much before we were sponsored that it was just magical that we were able to be sponsored by the same company, go on tour, and still be friends and hang out. Like that. That's, that doesn't happen. That's the you dream. To, yeah. yeah, that doesn't happen. Usually, it's one guy, and you're like, "All right, man, see ya." You know. Mm-hmm. And then, but it was, like, all of us, and then, and then so, back then, they were, like, same, same deal, like, calling Rick, and I know Rick, and I know all of those guys already, so it was basically, like, we putting this dude on, too, like, let's just, come on, like that, you know, <laughs> so it was one of those, but, they, you know, of course they didn't tell me, you know, of course they don't tell me, so they had me sweating, it was busting over like, man, we're gonna go on tour, and it's gonna be fun, right, and it, uh, we'll send you a postcard, like, that type oh. thing, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so (laughs) so so it was cool. So it was like basically like the night like before the tour. They're like, "All right, pack your bag, you can go. We got we got place in the van for you." Blah blah. blah. I'm like, really like I really wrote it off. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It was okay because I'm like, shit, I'm on chocolate. This is awesome. You know, (laughs) I didn't I didn't know how things worked. I just I wasn't like tripping on the tour thing yet or anything. So to be invited on that was awesome. And then that that was great. You know, and just doing the chocolate thing. And and yeah. we didn't know what we were doing. People were, hey, the industry was hating on us at first. Like, you can't make a new company this quick and blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 you know?
0: It's crazy I, to think of how quickly the second company started and then just the longevity of the two of them is fucking unheard of.
4: Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. It definitely it, it definitely took some some different, you know, routes, yeah. but that... that I think every brand does that when you're around that long. Like you know, Santa Cruz back in the day, Powell back in the day, like those were like big dope brands. And then and mm-hmm. then then it got weird because they didn't have those guys you identified with. And yeah. then they were able to kind of get it back with you know you're you're able to identify with now the the brand. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's been around so long. I think Santa Cruz, I, if I'm not mistaken, put up like 50 years or something like that. Ooh. Something something like that, I want to say, it was like a crazy number. I was like 50 years, dang, Santa Cruz's been out for a while, you know.
0: Think about the turnover on the team. They must have fucking the amount of guys to come and go. That's crazy, man.
4: Yeah. And then the cool thing is is they do all their OG guys again. Like so oh, yeah. like so like Slasher Keith Meek has a board still. It's like the re- all their retro stuff. But they're fully, like, Eric Dressen's like, I'm watching them on tour for Santa Cruz, just slashing bowls. And, and like I'm like, that's amazing. That's so yeah. sick. Like, I loved Sa- it. Like, like, Salba, all of them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they're asking Salba for two minutes of footage. You know? <laughs> they're just like, no. you know.
3: Salute yeah. to our legends who helped us get here.
4: I know. Yeah. I, for real.
3: Uh, speaking of longevity, uh, yeah, right. Just had its 20th anniversary go down, which is crazy. That's one of our that is, videos we grew up crazy. on. What's it like looking back on that instant classic now, man?
4: I don't, man, that was crazy. Okay, for me, it was crazy because I didn't skate for a year. That was all old footage. I'm so thankful that I just didn't do anything with skate. And all I did was skate and I blew my knee out. And then I knew I had all that... F- All that footage. If you if you if you get real skate nerd and you look at my shoes and you look at my product that I'm riding, you'll see that it's a it like I'm wearing like older Mm. daywands or whatever. I don't have it very much. My most recent clip would be the backtail five zero in the Nikes because I had just went through the whole surgery. Okay, so I, I I had that that shit in the chamber. So I went through a whole. 16 months of not riding a skateboard. Not even fucking a year. I called it skate jail. When that doctor told me you are about 14 16 months and I was like, oh. "Huh?" I was like, "Excuse me? Where where am I going? Skateboard jail? Okay, cool." Yeah. Like, you know, like locked it in your a leg, long done.
2: Sentence.
4: Yeah. yeah, and I didn't have YouTube. I didn't have any like that. It was tough. That's when social media would have been awesome to like at least have someone that Distractions, I can yeah. Yes, and like a YouTube, oh, relate. Oh, you cut your <laughs> finger cutting onions too, right? Okay, I'm sure there's like a whole three people Community. I can relate with. Yeah, you feel me? Somebody's out there with me. Like, you know, so it was a lonely road right there. You know, that one was rough, mm-hmm. you know.
0: So we're 20 years since Yeah, Right, and I don't know how many years you skated before Yeah, Right, but it's got to be a lot and you're still seemingly skating every day that you can man what's yeah. your secret to your skate longevity cuz you ain't even
4: stretching <laughs> yeah. i know i know well well i am <laughs> i am you got, am. got the I secret sauce man i don't know i i just I, i'm uh i'm more cautious on my body like I, i'm i think as i get older i don't have to prove shit like i don't care like you know if it, mm-hmm. it, it's like You know, so again, I skate with people and they'll say, Dude, you still got it. Why don't you, you know, switch crooks that rail? You can do it so easy. And I'm like, I know it, but I can't jump down and do the two bales, the feel out. You know what I mean? That's what'll crunch me. I get more crunched. So, it's like weird. It almost makes me a better skater because I feel like if I land shit, I'm gonna be fine. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when I'm bailing and crunching, it's like then I'm like fucking forty-eight. <laughs> oh god. You know he's I mean? like falling down the stairs. Like <laughs> You know, but I don't know. I just, I actually love skateboarding. I, I, you know, it's so, it's the cliche thing to say when you're like, got a shoe and you're paid and you're a pro skater. I just, Mm -hmm. I do it just for the, because I love it. You know, (laughs) like, you know, sponsored right here. So it's like, no, I I genuinely do love it. Like, you know, there's been times where I've, you know, went to the skate shop and bought Spitfires or bought something and people are like, why are you doing that? Well, you should be, you know, and I'm like... What do you mean? Like, uh, I'm, it's, I bought them the first time to get there. And it's like, I look at that shit like the French benefits of this shit. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like, if I get a box and people are hooking me up, it's the French benefits of of like being a skater, like being down for this shit. You know what I mean? We're at my age now. You know what I'm, it's nice. (laughs) You know?
0: It is, yeah.
4: It's
3: cool. So there's no just magical secret that, you can tell us so that we can uh, just keep skating love, forever. man.
4: You know, you do you do crazy shit for love, right? Like you know, yeah. with the things you love and the thing, you know, you'll go the extra mile for the things you want, right? You know what I mean? So, for me, skateboarding is fun. I I love doing it. I love being at this age doing it too, because it's like it's like I I'm still I'm still part of a a group from my generation that skate that's pushing it to where like dudes could probably still be making big money at 48, like Mm -hmm. still be in the game, you know? Like if if you take care of yourself right, you know what I mean? And then also because I went through such a bad injury, I almost feel like I owe it to myself because I put so much in. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I put so much in on recovering and then to have like arthritis happen and my whole bone on bone. And it was just, you know, God's work. It was just nothing I could do. About that, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't have stem cell money, you know, <laughs> I could do a GoFundMe, but I don't know if I'll make enough to get some stem cells in my knee or whatever, you know, so it's like I just learned ways to get around that and and just, you know, you know, there's always a way like the human body, if it can. It can reverse things. You know what I mean? Like we're sick and we get better. You know, we cut ourselves, the skin heals it. You know, it's like crazy. Like we stiff back get better. You bones mend. You know, hair grows back. So <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta know like you know you're gonna be okay. And then I think it's also in my mindset, dude. I have a lot of faith. You know, I'll, there's always gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so so you gotta always have that. You know cuz that's your vibration, you know what I mean? When your vibe is up, you attract that vibe. And you know, when when your vibes low, you attract that, you know?
3: For sure.
0: Just picture this. You're skydiving and have just jumped out of the plane when you realize you forgot your parachute. God damn, you're dead. But while you're speeding towards a certain death, That special someone shows up with not only a parachute, but an ice cold beer. Now you're not dying anymore and you're alive 10,000 feet up while you're enjoying an ice cold beamer. That person is CHPO. CHPO brand is always doing it for the people. And not only did they just save your life once again but they're the worldwide leader in sunglasses and watches. Head over to chpobrand.com and save yourself and maybe a friend too. How did it come to an end with the girl and chocolate fan, man?
4: Man, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, it was weird at the end. Like, um. so, you know, it as... Remember I was talking about how it was kind of clicky when when I was on Mm -hmm. the other brand because it was like of older dudes and younger dudes? It started to become clicky with like um, money, kind of. Not money being paid, but let's say like expensive tastes. You know, before it would be we all go skate the courthouse and then we all could go to like the burrito spot or something, right? And that's feasible for all of us to do. It started to become like, skate the spot, and want to go to the Laker game and have dinner Yeah, at the Laker game. And I'm like, Ooh, rent. I know I can, I, I don't want, I have a shoe on DC. That's my boss right there. I can't go to the Laker game. And a couple yeah. other people couldn't go to the Laker game, but like maybe Costin could go, maybe he can go Carol, who, you know what I mean? So it started okay. like, you know, I couldn't take helicopter rides and like, you know, like <laughs> I'm joking on the helicopter, but you know what I mean? It <laughs> kind of separated. Like it kind of got like, yeah. okay, we're going to go smoke bomb hits over at dude's house and watch skate videos and shit and and, then like you know hang out Mm
0: -hmm. and they're gonna go do it up a bit
4: right so it started like kind of doing that so i noticed that like there was even a tour where it was the party van and the midlife van and, wow. and the And, yeah, and the party van was uh, out me and, like, all the fun, like, the, yay, the hyper dum-dums. <laughs> and then the, you know, midlife van, you know, those having, like, you know, adult discussions. And it was very quiet. And, you know, <laughs> and people drinking reading wine. books. Yeah, books and, you know, this and finger up, it's sipping teas and things like that. You know, doing crossword puzzles. I don't know what they were doing in there. <laughs> but Gino was in our van and they were like, please, like they they wanted him so bad to come in their van for some reason. Like they didn't, they were like worried about him or something. Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do something to him. It's like, you know, has been hanging out with us. Like, we're not gonna, no one's getting, like, you know what I mean. Turned out, like, no, Rick McCrank's an alcoholic. Like, imagine. Wow. So it was it was like that it was like, and it wasn't like we were we weren't friends or anything, but it was just like you know at dinner, they probably all said if we were all at a big table, it'd be scrunched on one side and we'd be scrunched on the other, right? you know what I mean It just okay. you know we're probably talking about some you know DMX and some something random, and they're talking about something else, you know some you know current event. <laughs> 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 like, i'm serious i'm serious
0: so it just like kind of naturally happened it wasn't like one so thing. yeah
4: and then and then like ha- and then i got hurt and then they kind of edited the video to make it look like i was done where like i actually got hurt and then filmed those clips i filmed stuff after i got hurt but they put them before that you know they they edited it nice so it made it look like i got hurt and i was done like i got up from that and mri and that was good and my knee got was sprained, so as the sprain, the you know, like any sprain, the swelling goes down, you start to move it again. I was able to go film, like, a couple manual tricks in the video. Like, I did a manual to front 180 fakie manual and stayed mm-hmm. off my bad leg. You know what I mean? So I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, if I do a manual trick, I can stay off my leg, and I, I have enough, you know, leg to, like, drop off the yeah. curb and, like, land it, like, at the little ledge. So I did that, and I did a manual kickflip manual. So I was able to try manual tricks with the sprained knee, and then yeah. get clips for the video. So I'm thinking, cool, I got hurt, but I got clips. This hopefully this is inspiring, or or is a good look. You know, I didn't know what to call it, but I was like, you know, skaters get hurt and get up and skate again. So hopefully this will, like, like I said. Hopefully, I could be somebody's support group if the dude hurt his knee because I was. I was, oh boy, when social media came out, every scare I hurt his knee. York, what what'd you do? Help, help me, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, so yeah, it's crazy, sure. you know what I mean. So it, so when I saw that, I was like, wow, that sucks. You know what I mean. It looked kind of like I was done, and then um, communication started getting less and less. Uh, invites to things less and less, and you know, and yeah. You just kind of fizzled out, and then I got, you know, a call one day to come in there. I kind of knew what it was already, so, you know, because I don't usually have a time limit on a meeting. It would just be like, you know, before I could call up, what's up, Rick, and, oh, York, what up? I'm going to come down. Okay, cool, you know, and hang out in his office and shoot the shit or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. and so... And so that one was like, yeah, we got to let you go and blah, blah, blah. And it was just, they weren't supporting like my skateboard direction or something like that. I don't know. They never really gave me anything that was like, you know, solid. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And I, don't, I didn't do anything to get kicked off like, oh, York's situation or whatever. Like, I, there's not too much like drama to it, but it just was like how it was back then. Just kind of got fired, bro. Bye. Yeah. like that, they just let us roll like that, you know. And it wasn't just me; like it was like a lot of dudes got that treatment. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, you know, as I'm older and I look back, you know, that's a really difficult like place to be, to have to mm-hmm. like fire someone over like you know, yeah, like that you came up with that you were friends with and are friends with, and no, like, wasn't you know,
0: easy on their end as well, right?
4: No, not at all. And that, and like that's why I don't hold it too crazy you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and I've never really said too much about those guys. Like, I don't, you know, have anything bad to say. Cause Hell like no. I said, yeah. like I said, like how hard, how hard would that be? Like I would, that would be like so hard for me to tell like somebody that, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but I feel maybe because everyone was young too. And, and, you know, there could have been ways, maybe more communication, maybe a little more communication could have helped on both sides of with with certain stuff usually does, you know. So that was probably the thing that sucked the most. Was like I there was obviously talks and I wasn't there, you know what I mean yeah. about me. Obviously, this so it's like that sucks. I, I we, you know, because it's like if if I'm your boss and like you're going through like an injury and I need you to skate and you're not skating, like I'm not gonna just like fire you. I'm gonna like talk to you and say well, what's up right mm-hmm. wouldn't you think that like what's up how you doing like are you still yeah. injured you can't skate you can where are you at like you know you're my bro and then I'm thinking like Rick went through the same thing Rick, mm-hmm. Rick had a lacay like laying on the thing going into surgery for his new shoe yeah. so like well, I'm thinking like oh that's my dog I'm going through the same injury he ain't gonna just do that to me you know what I mean so I yeah. guess when I had to heard heard it again on the tour, I was kind of written off then. Mm. Like, oh, York's broken, you know. They That's they sad. just they gave me the Baron Davis joint, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to dunk on these fools. You know what I mean? Oh, it's gonna get better, dude. Don't do that. Like, you know, they wrote they wrote uh, B Ditty out too, right? Hit him <laughs> with the carolenco. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Jersey up. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. But, they, but they're cool. Like I said, like we were all young. And like I don't, you know, these are skateboarders, dude. Like We're not like, that's like counseling shit, dude. That's mm-hmm. stuff like people would have to go to a counselor or somebody to talk to to figure out ways to do that. I'm sure it didn't sit right with them doing it. It wasn't like, I don't, I don't ever, I never thought they were high-fiving about it and stoked you know what i mean like yeah we we got rid of them yes i don't believe that because when i went to i went to girl one time and i had a couple pictures up of my face still up there so i was like okay that's that's rad i i I like that you know what i mean i went with andre genovese one time he was getting trucks and i just happened to i'll go to girl i'll just surprise like pop in You know, when I popped in, I had a picture on the wall. I was like, wow, that's nice. You know, they remember me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's cool. So, yeah, no hard feelings. I mean, shit, dude. I got to be in the best skate videos, hang out with the best skaters, you know, some of my heroes and, and my best friends and, you know, experience probably the best time on a skateboard. Like Embarcadero was sick because it was free and, like, it had its own vibe. But, like, that that was sick because I was like, I was rolling with a squad that got respect anywhere we went, oh, but yeah. it was, but it was, it was like from the guys that we respected, mm-hmm. you know, like it wasn't like it was, it, you know, that sounded tough, huh? That sounded kind of gangster, right? Like we got respect. No, it was not like that. The more like he can crooked, grind really good. Like that's yeah. all, you know?
0: No, there's definitely a respect and admiration from, for the girl chocolate fam. That's, probably unfelt by a lot of teams
4: out there man Mm -hmm. yeah what was cool is because you're putting out your own video you don't know what everyone's doing like instagram now you could see okay i gotta put those pants on now i gotta put that on and if i go do that and my homie films my face yeah if if homie films my face first and then goes to my trick just do it like that. Do it. Trust me. You are telling your girlfriend, like, "Just feel my face." <laughs> then go to my trick. Yeah. Back to my face. <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, back then we didn't have anything to go off of. So you're doing your own thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think that's why. I think that's why a lot of '90s dudes, not just skaters, but just '90s anyone, is mm-hmm. about that because that's you had to be doing. It. We didn't. You know, I can't sound like the Migos if I've never heard them. You know <laughs> what
3: I mean? <laughs> um. So the skate world recently lost a legend in the game, Robbie McKinley. You guys were roomies at mm-hmm. one point. Um, do you have a Robbie story or or a memory you'd like to share about the legend?
4: Robbie McKinley was a drinker. At the time, he was drinking, and I was drinking a lot too. I was going through like stupid stuff, like personal breakup and embarrassed, and 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 you know, stabbed in the back by people that I thought were my friends situation, you know, some, some, bleh, you know, so I'm young. It's back like my first one of those too. I never was, so I was like tore up. I'm drinking it, whatever, you know, I'm being stoops. And so me and Robbie were, uh, go to this bar that had, that had a pool table there. And so we started uh, gambling for drinks, right? Like who could, you know, whoever wins, you buy them a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, I can turn my Bay Area shit on at any time, you know, <laughs> being a parent, it, I learned to turn it off. I learned that I have a switch, but if my Bay Area dude needs to come back, chink, he can and he did. And so I'm playing him. Sure enough, like I'm talking shit the whole game about how I'm gonna win. Okay, whether he's better than me or not, I don't care. I will talk you out of your game. Yeah. If you, you know, the only way. So I'm talking. I'm just, I'm just like, bro, you're like blah 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 blah, and then boom, I beat him. You know, and I'm, I'm being cocky. I'm just pretending that I'm so good that the shit ball is going in. <laughs> OK, like I'm pretending. I'm just like, bro, I'm the best player. I could talk shit. I'm, I'm just money. I'm just hitting the ball. Shit's going in. I'm going to do this shit. This confidence thing really fucking works. huh? <laughs> so I'm walking around like, bro, I, I was like, man, I was like, you want to play with two tables? I'm just talking shit. You know what I mean? Maybe we can You'll catch up with two tables. So I'm just knocking shit in. And so I went to drink. So I start getting the, the idea like, OK, I'm going to order. I'm going to try to beat this guy and order every drink that comes in a different cup, okay, or glass. So I go, I want a martini. So they bring the martini. It's in that little cup like that, right, the martini cup. Mm -hmm. So I get the martini. Bang, 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 bang. I want a shot of Jaeger. Bring a little shot shot glass out, right, the little Jaeger shot glass. So now Mm -hmm. I put that, and I didn't drink this drink yet, okay? Mind you, they're up chilling so there's a brand new martini and now a brand new shot of jaeger so it's like a yellow ass drink and then a black ass drink like a like a little ass cup next one boom i win Jack and Coke, please. So now they bring the Jack and Coke cuff out. So that's like a little, you know, the little cup like this with the ice in it and everything. So now I have like three or four drinks. Robbie is so mad right now, right? Because he's ordering drinks too. He has to order me one, and he's ordering himself a beer, and then I'm ordering myself <laughs> a beer. I'm not even drinking the beers he or the drinks the he's drinking. Oh. Yeah, I'm just so, so so. I think I get. I think I beat him, and I the, He's not saying a word anymore. He's drinking. And the waitress comes, and I go, uh, can I get a Michelob? I order, like, the worst beer. I'm like, can I get a Michelob Light or something like that, like something that sounded funny? You know, can I get a Michelob Light in a bottle, please? And Because and, I didn't have a bottle up there yet. You know, I wanted it to, like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Be like it's every fucking yes like to me it was like i want every cup i don't know why <laughs> i just did that so he started seeing that so when i ordered the beer dude he got so mad and he just said man he flips me off two fingers in my face Fuck you York. grabs the fucking drinks Pounds the martini And drinks the Jaeger, <laughs> Grabs the beer Starts drinking the beer And just goes away I was just like Yes You feel Because awesome. it wasn't for the drink It was just to beat him And then he ended up Fuck yeah. you I'm drinking your drinks You <laughs> asshole Because it was shit he liked You know He liked Jaeger shots That's why I got a Jaeger. Because he liked it But it was for me You know That's what I awesome. mean? Like like dickhead shit Like you know yeah. Like like bar shit though It was it was out of love Like I Yeah you just wanted
0: to get a rise out of him It was competition
4: that's yes yes it was being drunk dummies together and then and then just you know because he would talk hella shit that's why i see this is what's this is a gift and a curse is i'll chill and they'll start it and then i'll finish it and everyone's like whoa york what did you do and I, was like, I didn't mean to you know what i mean like yeah. it's like it's like dude like slap me and i knocked him out i said i didn't mean to do it it was just like i <laughs> that's my defense started place. it yes he started i can't help it if i'm better at defending myself than his starting it you know what i mean (laughs) so that's how it that's how it would always go down and just funniest dude cool as fuck on his own path like i remember he was he was into um deep sea fishing and would leave the house at like three in the morning to meet this boat and get on this boat and go out deep sea on and try to catch marlins and shit he would do that he and and he would it was just rad because he would just do his own thing and like skaters are normally kind of linked to skaters even if they don't skate anymore you're kind of you know and robbie would take his ass to the fisherman culture like bye like those quick grinds had nothing you know what i mean like Him being on DC didn't matter. Like he's in a whole new thing, and to be around those pirates and shit got to be like some rude ass shit. So I'm sure he's drinking in the morning with them, and I could see him hanging and you know what I mean, doing that. So he used to do that kind of shit, and um, he he would cook. I remember he would cook, uh, you know, not anything that good, but (laughs) he would he would chef it up every now and then. You know what? (laughs) Actually, he did. Okay, so there was a Thanksgiving. And he goes, dude, I'm gonna make a turducken. Do you know what a turducken is? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. You got, okay, so
0: turkey, so, duck, and bacon, right? Bacon. Is that what it is?
4: And chicken. Oh, a chicken, a, chicken, a duck, and a turkey, all stuffed yeah. in each other. So it's like some you some human centipede shit. You feel me? So yeah. I'm like, god damn. And he's like, bro, I'm gonna do it. So he's like, he's like, I got to do an experimental one first, and then if I rock it, I'm doing that for for thanksgiving for us and so and i'm like you know he was that kind of dude like he's mm-hmm. a very considerate dude consideration is love you know what i mean consideration oh, yeah. is oh, i'm thinking of someone else i'm caring about someone else for no reason just because i'm considerate like i tell my son you're a gentleman because you are a gentleman not because you have to hold the door open for whoever's coming you hold the door open because you're a gentleman not because so-and-so is mm-hmm. coming through it you know what i mean so, yep. th- Robbie had that. You know, Robbie was was like that. He was super funny. I mean, we used to watch Scarface. This fool would be doing the quotes with the b- butcher in the accent.
0: <laughs> so, what's next for Mike York, man? What you got planned for us?
4: Uh, I'm gonna come out with a washer and dryer line, and probably <laughs> like you know, that's actually not not a joke, a joke about, about no it. Joke about no it, no but idea. that's probably epic. Yeah, that would be sick. I'm sure. I'm sure I could probably launch something like that. No, I've been. I've been doing um, skate lessons. Okay. Oh, like, you. like, I've been wanting to do it for a while, and and basically, I got inspired from my man Ish, who is my son, and now my daughter's personal trainer on a basketball court. Right. Mm-hmm. So this guy showing them, you know, how to be shifty and stuff that I can't show them. It's getting mm-hmm. tech put your foot here this is the reason why you do that i'm going oh is that what i i'm not even seeing it like that so i'm going yeah. wow like i'm watching this guy just literally tell my son to move his foot from there to here and do and box a little difference. more and, and then he's just and i go i, I wish i could do that you know mm-hmm. and i can do it and all that it's the it's the people I need to reach because you need to now reach the parents. I don't, I'm not the Facebook, I'm not the average fucking 48 year old dad. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I've got young energy. They, they, all the Tesla driver dads that are dorks look at me and laugh at me. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at <laughs> yeah. them laughing. I'm like, you yeah. know, I'm getting out of my, you know, I'm getting out of my Nissan Rogue at yeah. the same fucking place and we both got to go inside. Now our car don't matter anymore. Now we're both inside. Right. So now like that shit's irrelevant, how we got there and the payment or whatever, you know, now it's you and me. And so now you're not so Tesla anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some of those guys like, you know, they're, you know, dads. We're going, I guess everyone's going through their midlife crisis and I'm doing switch slappy (laughs) crooks.
0: You know? That's wicked, though, man. <laughs> Lessons are a fucking lucrative business as well, man. It's no joke.
4: I love it. Like it's not only that. It's it's not only that. Like it, it is. Uh, like when I get this, the students that want to fucking skate, mm-hmm. and like all my kids right now, the the, the young ones I'm messing with are ripping. I have this girl named Aria who, when I had her at first, she could she stand on a skateboard like you know just didn't even look like a skater and now she's ollieing and That's doing different. roll on grinds bending her knees looking dope like all the kids like you know it's crazy because i was tripping when i first started doing it because all the kids with their front foot would be like forward and i'm going like why is everyone doing that and and then like someone nudged me and went this, they're all scooter kids and i'm like uh-huh. oh shit I go, that's right, because on the scooter, your foot. I said, ah. So I would go, okay. You know, I just free. And then for me, it's like I'm good with kids. I have kids. You know what I mean? So it's like being with kids, I'm patient. I understand it. So I'm like, that's scooter feet, and I need skater feet. You know what I mean? The kids <laughs> yeah. are like, skater feet. And they move it. That's I show dope. them that your knee moves, and, you know, and then our kids are getting it, and they're figuring it out. And then because I'm doing a lot of lessons at the local park here, um, the locals are not only cool with like me doing lessons there, you know what I mean? Because I I could be fucking your session up, you know, I could be messing your backside so into heel flips up over the hip with little homie just cruising through. So what's rad is they not only are cool with it, but they like dap. My students up like, oh, that was dope. Do one more, like you know. And I'm up there oh, going, that's nice. "Fuck yeah, these guys are dope." Because when I first came there, I don't think anyone knew who I was. And I'm riding, you know, I ride all kind of boards. I my, my skateboards are like endless of what style I'm gonna ride, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was riding like '80s pal boards, you know, with like wheel wells and shit. With, like, yeah. just a tail and, like, a nose this big, you know, like, 10 inches wide. Like, I never got to skate those boards. So I was like, fuck, I want to ride one. Mm-hmm. You know, I ended up riding a bunch. It was super fun. So when I first went down there, I had that board. So they looking at me like, who is, who, they just wrote me off right away. You know, the cookie dude comes. The old cook dude, you're like, oh, God, please, just go in the bowl, bro. Like, he's going to skate the ledge with us? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. I do a 5.0 switch crooks, and they're like, wait a minute. And then I just, like, you know, get out of there. And they're, like, wait, who is it? Wait, how, how, huh? Yeah,
0: and they got like two and two together.
4: Yeah. That's my favorite thing to do at the skate park, dude, is just slash around, cruise, look like I'm just, like, some, you know, whatever dude, and then just throw, like, you know, something real quick, hard. Like, I'll see the, the boys working, you know, and I'll do, like, I remember one time I was at the park, and I cruised around, and I'm slashing, and, you know, and they're skating the ledge, and... And I, I would do a faky five oh and pop out fakey. And I was tripping. I thought the whole time I wasn't gonna have enough pop on that board. And then it got yeah. into a perfect one. So I was like, oh hell yeah, and I'm just grinding. So I do the little scoot out. It's only a curve. So I do a little scoot and it drops right down. I just cruise out and go back to slashing. And I remember like the kids after that the next day were like oh what's up Mike like they knew my name like (laughs) they got researched because someone probably said who the fuck is that and they're like that dude was on chocolate like wait what and then the next day it was what up York like what up Mike and so it was cool
1: Yo 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 it's Rapid Fire with the Ghost and this week we're brought to you by my favorite Spitfire Wheels and we've got some damn good news for you the wheels we've been waiting for forever are finally back. That's right, the Formula 4 OG classics are back and heading out to shops right now. Spitfire's original cutaway shape with a wider riding surface lightened with cutaway sidewalls. There's nothing more you need to know. Get to your local and get yours. Orchard, Sixth Ave, Marriage, Jokers, Premier, Exodus, Shred Shop, Prestige, Blacklist, Theory and Pawn always got your back. Spitfire wheels, baby. Let's make it pop. All right, Mike, you know what time it is. Little
3: rapid fire with the ghost. You get me. All right. Let's get it, bro. Favorite skater? Jason Lee. Hell yeah. Favorite video? Dang. Video days. Oh, man. Favorite video part?
4: Video days, Jason Lee. Best video F- part ever. Favorite style? I like Gino. Okay. Gino looks damn good on a skateboard. Which
3: skater had the biggest influence on the way
4: you skate? Uh, Marc Gonzalez, Jason Lee, big time. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Danny Hamaguchi, One, Song, Kai Mariano, Eric God, <laughs> I, I It's too many, dude. Sway too many. We'll be here all day.
3: Favorite trick?
4: Uh, slappy switch crooks now And when when I didn't have bone on bone It was a tray flip Oh, <laughs> hell
3: yeah Hardest trick for you
4: Nolly backside with 80 heel flips And switch frontside with 80 heel flips My body just never fucked with that It could never do them Most illegal trick Bad style, dude Illegal trick would be To make a good trick look bad with your Trash ass style That How about that <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? I was stoked on the five zero switch front crook clip because I got it really quick and I didn't expect to grind that far. It's in like a Yeah Right video, I think. Hell yeah. Switch flip back tail on the barrier too because I wasn't even, I literally just tried to see if I could even do it. I couldn't even do that trick that well. And it was going in, so I remember like, can you film this? So I think the switch flip back tail. Because if you see, I land even on right on top of a manhole. Like, I wasn't going to the the one that people... I was skating a different one, I think. And it was working, so I was like, it's magic over here. I'm not touching that. Yeah, I'm
0: not (laughs) changing nothing.
4: Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to land on this crap. So, yeah, I think those tricks. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Keenan switch flipping that triple set in... uh, Oh. Well... Drinking beer, waiting for the the City Stars team to finish filming, so he could do it. It was That's amazing. Crazy. He's just in the shotgun of the van with a styrofoam cup, drinking his potions, hanging, playing P-rod, little mini P-rod, City Star P-rod. You know, with the little jacket, P-rod. Yeah. I think I think we were on our way to uh, Slam City Jam to to the contest, so we were driving, and then. Um, they're playing skate and stuff. Kangale switch ollieing it. Boom. Taking him a minute to get it. And then they're, they're all done. And then Keenan's like, oh, okay. Does some dumb switch flips in the parking lot. I don't know how many drinks he's had. He's chilling. He's like switch flipping. He's going up to it. I think it was like second third try or something like that and the wow. tries before were like catch and step off he never fell or anything it was like quick he just wow. does it bang that's amazing and then just like got it and he went back up and sat in the chair like he never left like he went to take a piss and came back and drank more <laughs> and, hold on let me switch <laughs> with this true. triple set real quick and go back uh, i watched guy mariano take Someone else's board. I want to say it was Fabian Alamar's board, or yeah, Fabian's board. So he grabbed his setup and then did that switch front shove to switch crooks on the rail. Remember Tim Gavin fifty-fifty grinds it, and then he does the switch front shove, switch crooks. It's not even a skateboard, bro. Wow, that's That's not his board. That's so g. Like those aren't his trucks, dude. Those (laughs) were fucking Fabian's board. Fabian's trucks.
3: What's the one trick that got away?
4: What was it that I wanted to do? I don't know. Just like flip the slide to grind shit. Like I was just starting to want to like play with that kind of stuff because I was into that and I wanted to tech it up even more before I got hurt Mm. and I never got to do it. And then when I got hurt you know i was still on it that's why like in the yeah right video i do the backtail 50 that was like the newest trick you know i could send to them cuz i was out for the whole year waiting for everyone to film the video you know right. for that mm-hmm. for that time so oh, those got away like i wanted to be kick for backtail in to 5-0. I wanted to do yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. no side to crooks. But what's sick is I'm seeing dudes do it now, so I'm like, yeah. I'm stoked that that shit's in because I got hated on bad for that shit at the time. <laughs> I'm always too early. I was trash. No one wants to see that ledge dancing crap. You're like, oh, man, no wonder you got the boot. Like You know what I mean? That type of shit. Like, I got, they gave it to me. I got an earful, man, with the tailside <laughs> grinds. and You know what I mean? I got fired for that shit. Now, dudes is getting fucking their shoe out for that shit so it's dope (laughs) how it's a full circle i love it and then what's cool too is like everyone remembers that i do it so so for the guys that are going to like how i would watch old videos to get tricks they're watching my shit going oh i'm gonna do that one you know what i mean and people will tell me yo i watched that video you did the front crook to 180 nose grind like i do it at an embarcadero it's dated you can date it just off of the spot i did it you know so dudes mm-hmm. will say i learned that trick i watched how you do it. I said, oh that's awesome you know what i mean like I, th- I love that i think it's awesome you know can i get some guys to do it on a handrail please oh shit i ain't seen mm-hmm. i ain't seen it going down on the bars yet come on guys
3: naja did front nose to back 180 nose grind i think
4: yes yeah yeah and that trick always looks sick rick howard had a mean one of those i i bit rick howard's move like that yeah <laughs> what's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed oh i got a good one i got a good one okay i got a good one so at embargadero there was the gons gap right and it was on top of like a kind of a skinny thing yeah you know like a skinny skinny runway big cracks in it and and like the trees would grow so you'd have to duck down to push in certain areas Mm -hmm. and um that was like the Gons Gap at a Bargadero. So it was like the accomplishment, you know, like if you do it, yeah, you're cool. Like one of those kind of things. So there would be guys going there, hucking, getting mm-hmm. broke off. One guy ended up grinding the side of the ledge, like pushing as fast as he can, ended up grinding the edge because he's so on the edge, you know, caught the grind. His board stopped literally maybe like seven feet from the gap. So he flew over about seven six seven feet of the runway and then down the gons gap which is easily like you know six five feet high kind of so this dude just and smashed in their stairs Ah, you lost me well that's the bunt that motherfucker got broke
3: (laughs) damn what's the last new trick you learned
4: I did a switch crooks on a curb, like double-sided curb, pop over and landed to fake Emanuel. It was like new to me.
3: Sick. Sick. What's your dream job after skating?
4: I mean, you know what would, would be a dream job, which, you know, I think I can turn into reality, would have like a skateboard institute, like have like a skate school kind of thing, but not necessarily school, but like more like a place where like dudes could really like learn some shit and learn how to skate, and then have a place for, like, pro skateboarders whose experience for 20, 30 years in skateboarding, maybe they're not salesmen, maybe they're not artists, and you know what I mean? And it, Another outlet for, like, guys with experience to be able to fall back, because I've been doing my lessons, I don't even have a board. Like I said, I have a pull muscle, so I'm, I'm walking in there, right. and I'm going... Put your, put your foot like this, did with it. They're all getting results. Mm-hmm. I don't need to skate with them. My personal style, I don't want to hold your hand. I'll hold the little homie's hand or little girl hand, but my goal is to not touch you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to do that. Everyone's skate style is different in teaching style and every style. So, whatever. So, that's kind of like, that's what I would want to do.
3: Love it, man. Wicked. Make it happen favorite local brand UltraCorp. favorite local skater danny Ham-
4: hamaguchi hell yeah what sponsor do you regret riding for that blueprint company riding oh, for blueprint 2.0 i was yeah. i was so out of skating dude i was I, I, I swear i swear to god they sent me boards that said marty Morawski on them so i i did not know <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. okay anyway favorite teammate ever girl chocolate team worst teammate ever i'm saying like daniel castillo i'm just <laughs> joking that's my dog but it was daniel worst company that one roller company that tried to bite roller horror and use roller or something i don't even know who it was but i was hating on that i was like come on let me eat bro i'm doing the most original thing thing and you coming with roller something too really it's just just coincidence right because skaters know everything we're, we don't have much we're on everything we know bro's company, even though we don't shout it out. Yeah. So that roller or whatever was the worst shit. Yeah, that's whatever that was. Worst trend? Uh, the bangs, dude. The bangs. When I got kicked off chocolate, I did not have bangs. I did not like bangs. The bangs. The, art, the new bangs. The Tony Hawk bangs, that was fire. But when that shit came back, the bangs. Worst trend in skateboarding. <laughs> Those bangs. You all know who you are because you have those bangs. Especially (laughs) when you didn't have those bangs. Worst style. Worst style. The ballerina dude from the Old Pal video. I don't know his name, but he had the worst style.
3: Last person you want on the
4: sesh. I'm going to go Richie Jackson. Oh, Oh, shit. Only because... He'd probably bring some other shit to get in the way of, like, the shit I want to skate. You know what I mean? Like, he'd probably bring, like, a shopping cart and, like, some other thing and do some gnarly-ass trick on it. Yeah, he and clogging like, up the sesh. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I just want to skate the curb, bro. Like, move <laughs> it. So, yeah, him. Him right there. I
0: like it, man. All right, All right Mike. That's going to wrap up our interview, man. Can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Absolute legend in the game. was a pleasure having you here.
4: You guys are legends, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. You just month, so I love you guys. Love for respect, bro. Thank you, bro. Hell yeah, yeah. holding it down.
2: You've got mail.
0: Welcome back to the post office. Ghost. We got a lot of catching up to do. The inbox is packed let's get right to it baby who we got up first alright uh, first
3: up we got an email from Marku Perkele <coughs> I feel like I've butchered that <laughs> name many times in the past you just coughed uh, yeah my guys stoked you're back first of all shout out to Ants1 behind the scenes is the mandem still in the UK still <laughs> uh, how's that or was that for you and let them know man. Hey Marku, thanks for checking in man. Uh, The UK, it was pretty short lived. Went out there, moved out there officially around November of last year. Uh, But shortly after getting there, um, got an opportunity to go to Bali with my girl. So we did that uh, and then spent around like six months traveling and then decided, you know what? I don't think we're coming back, so I've been out here ever since. And, uh, yeah, it's been fucking magical. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Got an NHL question for you guys. There's talk about expansion once again, and I know the Quebec City homies are dying to get the Nordics back, but for some fucking reason, they seem to prioritize weird snowless places like they did with Vegas. Now, Houston and Atlanta are on the table. Even read somewhere that a second team... In Toronto was an option. Imagine being twice as much disappointed every year because none of your teams win the cup. <laughs> I know it's all about the money, but reviving the good old MTL QC rivalry would be dope. What's your take on it? Sorry for the long email. SLP for life, you already know.
0: There's been talk for years and years and years about a second NHL team in Toronto. There was some talk about Hamilton potentially having one. They couldn't even. That was a goddamn AHL team. And then there was talk about building a rink in Markham and having one out in Markham, which clearly I don't believe would work anyways. It would have to be right in the city, and I just don't think they'll do that to the Maple Leafs. It's just just not going to happen. Yeah, I've heard talk about this as well, but I heard that Atlanta was the number one option. It was there a few years ago. Tried, failed, didn't work out. Obviously, I think the problem with Quebec is that nobody wants to live there. Like, I don't think any pro athlete is dying to live in Quebec, especially ones from America. And I don't think American television networks want to pay to have all of these Canadian teams on TV. So I believe that's why Houston and Atlanta are probably on the table. Mind you, I would pick somewhere a little more north. I've always said that putting a team out in Newfoundland or Nova Scotia would probably be absolutely insane. It would be hard to lure free agents out to the Maritimes, but those fans would be absolutely crazy over it. Damn, that would be sick. What do you think about a second team in Toronto? It's not going to happen.
3: It just won't happen. No, no, not... I just mean like, let's just say it did happen tomorrow, and there was a second team. Would you root for them or fuck? Feel no. like weird.
0: They'd be like the, I don't know, like the stepchild you never wanted. You know, kind of like the Brooklyn Nets to the Knicks, right? But like at least it's up, uh, it's Brooklyn, somewhere different. You know what I mean? It's two right if, in the same city. This, this doesn't make sense. Like, do the Clippers the have a real Toronto fan team base? Won. Yeah, they
3: do, sort of.
0: Yeah, see what I mean? So, like Everybody likes the purple and gold. That's how it will be. It would take years to get traction on an actual fan base. Would I cheer for them if they won? I don't fucking know. Depends who's on the team. Like If the team's likable, then sure. That would be so funny if they just went to the cup. <laughs> well, obviously, like we've seen with the expansion teams, like Vegas won. Like the dark like Vegas is... A great franchise. And the the way they came in and handled the expansion draft, they did something no one thought was possible. And now they've had nothing but success. like Long playoff runs and now a Stanley Cup. And now off to another hot start this year. Like, And they've got loyal fans like
3: me, man. So a second Toronto team could work. Who knows?
0: Nah. They could. There's the money here. Follow the money, right? Is that what they say? Yeah. Another uh, philosopher... Moment from D. Jones. I have to put a twist on it though. Eh? All right. Next up, we've got an email from Michelle Arlia. What up, D and C? Longtime listener, first time writer from Switzerland. I'll try to keep it shortish. Skating has been a love of mine for 20 plus years, but another passion for the same amount of time has been cigars, which I've managed to turn into a main job. It even got me to interview P-Rod and skate the Primitive Park. Shameless plug, Cigars Lover magazine. Cough, check it out, cough. Also seen a bunch more skaters getting into cigars, like Spencer. Love to see it. The one thing that immediately spoke to me, be it skating or cigars, is the camaraderie and brotherhood, nerd and shit talk, and so on. Plenty of parallels between the two communities. Here's my question. What are some hobbies you have? Or know of where you see similarities to the skate community. Keep up the fantastic work and respect to ants behind the scenes. Much love. Lots of love for ants 1 in the post office this week and every week. Couldn't do it without the legend. Um, well, obviously, like the first parallel is sports, you know, forever kind of like, I wouldn't say frowned upon, but like kinda a little bit by some like core skaters never liked the jocks you know what I mean it was kind of a stereotype that was given to us before we even had a chance to choose and like I'm a massive jock like I don't even care you know but I'm a jock that skates like I played every sport growing up like a lot of kids probably did and still play hockey to this day so I'd say sports like obviously those kind of sports have they're a little different obviously with coaches and practicing and all that shit but like you just want to hang out with the boys and like that's why i play hockey every week to this day like i care about the hockey game for the like 45 to minutes to an hour that i'm playing the hockey game and the rest i just want to hang out with my boys mm-hmm. yeah i mean
3: i play basketball but I've, and it's the same same deal but i feel like those ones aren't so similar to the skate vibes like it's definitely like you're so reliant on your teammates the one that comes to mind immediately is golf you're just kind of out there and like you're not really drinking beers while while you're playing hockey or basketball but like Speak golf, for yourself, buddy. it's like a session well i don't know maybe maybe you guys are but in general like when you go to play golf you're just chilling with the boys and you're all kind of doing your own thing which just feels like, I don't know, it just feels like a skate session on the grass, like the vibes. If you go with some skate homies, like it's it's the same vibes as if you're just at the skate park chilling, drinking a couple beers and it's super frustrating and super hard, just like skating. So golf and honestly, baseball did feel like that, that Rowan baseball game was just next level, epic, surreal moment. And that kind of had the same feel as like a skate sesh, probably because we were with a bunch of skaters, but yeah, those two come to mind.
0: Do we have any hobbies that aren't sports related? I don't think so, man. Neither of us play video games. Like maybe we'll get into smoking cigars.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, send us a box. No, I'm just kidding. It's the first
3: box that I wouldn't want. Ooh. We got some homies and, that are
0: well into cigars, though, that love that shit. Yeah, so.
3: yeah. That's no offense. I literally, I've never smoked anything in my life. And I remember, like, like for real, like, I've never smoked weed or cigs or anything, for real. But I remember when we were in Cuba back in the day, I had a cigar. And the next day, my mouth tasted like ass. And I was like, never again. But it was fun to have some fake steez while I was smoking it, I guess. All right, next up. We got an email from the legend, Mitch Barrett. Let's see what this fool fucking wants to know, eh? <laughs> What's up, Saifa and Donald, and Ants1 behind the scenes still. I've got a little quick question for y'all. If Thrasher approached you and wanted to do a My War segment on you, what trick would that be? Please explain in detail the whole process you went through to get that done love
0: y'all and thank you for everything dude my favorite part of this is he says got a little quick question for y'all and please explain into detail the whole process <laughs> <laughs> the question That's was quick, quite fucking the answer he doesn't <laughs> want a quick answer no, yeah he wants the whole thing man dude i've been thinking about this since it came in to the thing and like it's made me think that maybe I ha- I really haven't tried at skating hard enough man because I don't <laughs> <high> war, <laughs> like I've never pushed myself like did you watch the wow. da- what's that guy's name David Reyes three foot nose blunt my war like
3: I've dude. been meaning to I, everyone's saying it's buck I'll watch it it's insane
0: this. it makes like dude that's a legit war like I don't got that in me man I just fuck I'm trying to think man like, what the fuck did I even try multiple times?
3: You tried that big spin in, in uh, Halifax a few times, broke a few people's boards.
0: I broke like three boards, I think, but I guess. The I, one that I, should I have been a my
3: word for you, but you gave up was Cab 7-Eleven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> broke my back, dude. I was supposed to go there with Blinger, and Blinger was going to do fakey Train. I was going to do fakey Cab. And he got there like seven minutes before me and fake he traded in like four tries and i got there and i was just devastated that's i guess that is the one that got away so <laughs> my war pending man i actually drove by that the other day i was skating out in mississauga with Devin, and i guess there was an accident on the highway or something so the gps took us past Seven Eleven, and i i looked it in the eyes one more time man that's Bunt Video coming soon. That thing still exists? Still exists. Still good to go, baby. Really? Yeah. I always like how, how that thing looked in clips. Looks wicked.
3: I don't know if I got anything for it, but it could be worth a peep. hmm. What do you, you got? Did you do anything on it? Did you switch back 188 or something?
0: No, nah, I just, I, I didn't even Ollie it. I just tried to fakey cab it. Hmm. I tried it for a couple hours, probably that one Who's on that nollie front heel who
3: grant grant nolly front heel i think maybe if yeah. i'm not mistaken all right what do you got for my war my war fuck i think i've already told the story i don't know if i want to go into the whole thing again but when we were filming for for orient mm-hmm. so way back like what was that tail end of high school or just after high school and I was trying to get a, a last trick My part felt like it was Done-ish and I just needed a one banger And then we went to that Hospital double set And I backside flipped mm-hmm. it And that was like the gnarliest thing I'd done Up until that point probably And I was like yeah and We're all freaking out in the car Because we got kicked out, ran out And then was passing the, uh, the camera around And everyone was watching it on the viewfinder Because we didn't have a filmer that night We borrowed uh bass's camera i believe and just went and filmed ourselves um i think warren filmed me maybe and we're passing around passing around and then like an idiot forgot to uh let the clip go by and we went to an eight stair downtown and then started filming there and then got home that night and went to watch it again and realized that we taped over it with like Cody bunting a nollie cab down the eight and I was so devastated I cried shout out to uh, (laughs) Trey Williams I don't usually cry skating ever but that one just devastated me and then the my war actually began after I landed it because I went back I don't know how many times I would just rush it all the time I landed on so many I just couldn't pull it off in time for the video and I never did it again that was pure pain. Thanks for thanks for bringing that up, Mitch. For fuck's sake, it wasn't a my war with a happy ending, but I did land the trick. Yeah, maybe I'll try for the bunt video.
0: Yeah, ask us after the bunt video, and then we'll get back to you. This will be fresh in our minds.
3: The funny thing is, these days I feel like my my wars are fucking Manny's because it's the only thing that i'm down to go back for multiple times because yeah. it doesn't hurt as much although i gotta get that fucking switch up in vancouver if i do that that'll be a, that would that's actually a be a my sick war, my war that's yeah. like a 10-year battle
0: coming soon mitch b respect dropping in in the post office next up we got an email from skunk ape just heard the latest app got a question what the fuck is a Nolly cab flip is that some canadian lingo cab as in half cab or cabalarial however the fuck you spell the 360 version is always fakie and always backside Nolly cab flip doesn't exist i'm calling them bunt flips from now on p.s did i miss an episode what's the beef with steam whistle Drop them all of a sudden. Don't blame you. His Pilsner tastes like the beer left over at a party getting stale. And probably got cigarette butts floating in it. Shout out to my homie, T-fucking-A. The Ollie God down in STC. He knows who he is. Later, Gators. Obviously, you know what a cab flip is. A nollie cab flip. We've talked about this with, like, naming tricks before. It's the path of least resistance, man. There's technically some people will say that it's a nollie 360 flip but then you think it's a nollie tray flip right am i right yeah like
3: what the fuck do you want us to call it like just like who the, the, fuck the fuck cares up, jesus it's these people man you should um figure out a how Nolly to spell 360 caballeria. degree kickflip um
2: backside and
3: how Tell us about the Nolly 360 degree rotation Ollie with a kickflip into the it's a Nolly cab flip, man. Shut the fuck up.
0: Call it whatever you want. We're calling it Nolly cab flip.
3: Yeah. love how it's Canadian lingo, as if fucking no one in the States has ever said Nolly cab flip. Why would they? <laughs> Steam whistle, we've gone over this. We, Our buddy worked for them. You know, it was fun while it lasted. But your boys decided to get a little entrepreneurial and start our own beer. Beamer, yes, is our beer. So instead of working for a bigger brand that hardly knows we exist, why not start our own thing, launch it at the Bunt Jam, and spread the true only buzz. There's a new buzz in town. That's Beamer Beer, man. That's the story right there, baby. this guy's hating on Pilsner yeah honestly it's uh, it's refreshing to drink something new these days man yeah <clears throat> but thank you Steve Whistle for the years of beers
0: here's a fucking pain and agony <laughs>
3: uh, y'all gotta get yourself some silver cans man mm-hmm. All right, next up, we got an email from Dan Brown. Yo, just got into the pod, been loving, going through old guests. I listened to the Gary Rogers episode recently. You guys clowned in the post office on Nolly backside flips versus nollie frontside flips. How the fuck are you disrespecting the best maneuver in skateboarding? All love, though. Well, that was years ago, so I don't even remember what you're talking about, but I'm assuming Dono and I, we both love nollie frontside flips. So, er... Should I call it Nolly half cap 180 flip Just to piss off the other homie I'm assuming we both are siding with that Over Nollie backside flip They're both great tricks but If you gotta pick one I'm picking Nollie frontside flip man
0: I kinda like Nolly backside flips now
3: But agreed <laughs> I mean they're just both I, I love them Nolly I just can't do tricks. them And like bro when you just picture like Janowski doing one
0: Is, is there anything nicer What about Trapasso doing a Nolly backside flip Like that's pretty nice Oh hell yeah! I'm not saying it that's, isn't. Well, that's wicked. Yeah, I guess I, Dan Brown, you make a point, man. But like, I don't think it was that serious. <laughs> I don't go out of his way
3: to email him. I mean, I'm curious what we said, but yeah, I sure as hell ain't going back. But we
0: love listen. them new listeners. Yeah, Dan Brown, going through the archive. Next up, we've got an email from Big Jim Dean. Stay safe say, Fandano, do either of you have a memory of a true first try trick? So first time you ever tried it, you landed it. The only ones I've done have been Nolly Full Cab, shout out, and Nolly Shove It 50-50. Gross one, I know. Cheers, Jim. Yo, a Nolly Cab, dude.
3: The other homie is fucking fuming right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh...
0: Not so full cab he first doesn't mean try filming crazy I
3: get he means like learning a trick I not like learning filming a trick yeah learning because I've filmed like maybe one trick first try that I can remember best feeling ever not going through the battle
2: mm-hmm.
3: but uh, as far as learning a trick I fuck I don't think there's any way I've ever done that
0: no it's tough I don't think so but okay let's go with filming then like what is the a trick you've learned or what's a trick you've landed first try filming well
3: he's saying <laughs> true first try the closest <laughs> i've come the closest i've come is i think i bunted one or two waiting for the camera to come out and then the camera went on and i did it first try and that was fakey shove switchback 50 um, oh
0: i fucking love that trick at the that- og courthouse What's that called? Or City yeah. Hall or whatever the fuck City that Hall is. City Hall downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that clip. So sick. He yeah, like that kind was... of pulled it back and went onto the ledge. Big yeah, fun.
3: Weary was there. Had to, had to fucking, <laughs> That's a fucking show fucking out for the big homie.
0: detail to throw in there. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, man. It's, I still joke with Devin to, to this day when we try to film something that maybe I'll get something first try i don't think i've ever done it man it ain't easy it's not fucking easy man shit next time we skate together let's pick a trick for each other and try to get it first try first try challenge Ooh. first try fridays but a real one not a fake one you know what i mean nolly crook always first try your total oh, fuck for me lately it's been fucking hundreds try
3: Switchback 5.0 front 180. I have to First settle. For, dude, last time tries. I tried
0: Nolly Crook, I had to settle for a Nolly nose slide. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go. And it was like, it was getting bad, man. Before, yeah, I, before, before I lost was, some weight after
3: last summer, <laughs> it, was, it was Nolly nose all day, man. Nah, <laughs> it's so true. funny to
0: hear. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh,
0: shit. Bro, I signed up for one of those... Um, I don't even know how to say it It's like fucking foreign language Calisthenics app things To try and take this fitness thing to the next level And you know like We're not meant for the gym It's just like beyond our brain waves. Mm-hmm. And it gives you like A 15 minute workout To do at home every day And I'm like dude if I can't fucking give 15 minutes to working out I deserve to have this little Belly for the rest of my life You know Like I can give 15 fucking minutes You know But then it makes you Like obviously like you put in your name And your info and all that And then it's asked for uh, Height and weight And I put in 63207 Which I'm like I'm not overweight I don't think so And the app says immediately It's like you're overweight And I was like Are you (laughs) fucking kidding me (laughs) Jesus Christ Oh shit Roasted me, man. I thought I was doing pretty good. Back to back, bun jam three on three champions got fucking called out by some stupid app downloaded. <laughs> God damn. Oh
3: shit. That's but wrong. wish
0: me luck. I'm on a fucking 28 day program. I'm on day four. I'll get back to you. Do you know how it nice. goes? Nice. I want to hear.
3: I want to hear the um, the stats after. Yeah. Six three. 198 or something.
0: It says to set Skip a it. a goal, and I said 190, but like honestly, I don't even care to lose weight. I just like to be a bit stronger, you know. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. It does uh,
3: feel good getting like that extra inch of pop back though.
0: Oh yeah, and winter's coming, so <sighs> yeah, we know where that goes.
3: <laughs> Next up, we got an email from Nate Feldhaus. Yo, no offense to Trey, but quitting skating because you're not getting paid is fucking lame. Woo! Coming in hot, Nate. Ow! Um, I got to stand up for our boy Trey. I don't think he said he was going to quit skating. I think he just said, I, I remember even like making sure, like clarifying. I was like, oh, like you were going to stop pursuing skating, meaning he was going to just get a job. But I don't think he ever said he was gonna quit. Those are two completely different things. Trey is a real one. And I think even if he wasn't getting paid to skate and had some other job, he'd still be skating. So I think you you just took that the wrong way.
0: Nothing left to say about that. Fell the house.
3: Yeah, There's nothing wrong with someone being like, oh, okay, like I'm chasing the skate dream, but it's not happening anymore. I'm gonna stop chasing the dream, get a real job, but continue to skate for fun. Cut the man some slack out here, bro. Jeez.
0: All right. And last one for the week. We got a voice note from Corey Hirsch. Let's take a listen.
5: What up, Seva and Dono and Antoine behind the scenes? Um, so do you ever avoid going to a spot or park because you don't think you could skate it the way you'd want to skate it or land all, or basically get all the tricks that you would uh, want to get at that spot so and maybe you don't have like all the time in the world so like instead of pulling up there real quick and getting a short sesh, you just kind of you know blow it off. Because um, I, I know for me, um, and I think I've heard Dono mention this before, is like sometimes you get like this mental checklist of tricks that you want to accomplish and I know that's caused me problems because I end up staying somewhere far longer than I need to and showing up late and probably way sweatier than I should be to something that I was trying to go to. but. Anyways, uh, have you ever has it ever kept you from skating basically and then second question is fantasy related is there anyone you've picked up off the waivers that uh, Has been a really good pickup. I know for me Kyron Williams Zach Moss have saved me in a lot of games and they were just chilling on the waivers on I think like week two or three so there You go much love love the pod keep it rolling.
0: Epic question from Corey. One spot that I avoid. I mean, I've skated it before. I've had clips there. I do not hate it, but it's a spot that like, I'll go anywhere else but this one. Disclaimer, it's great to film at. Looks wicked on camera, but just for a session, it's not my cup of tea. Is CBC here in Toronto, man. The ground sucks. The ledges are hard to skate. It's just annoying, you know, and when you go there, you're there. You're just there for a while. There's usually no coming back from it, probably staying there till it's dark. It's just one that I've never liked the session. Like if I have a trick I want to film or a line or something, like I'll go there and try and film something, but it's not, not my place for a session. Yeah, I guess
3: in Toronto, CBC, the ground just drives me crazy this summer i was like i'm gonna fucking force myself to get a feel for it and try and get a clip there it's a sick sick looking like classic toronto spot i think i went there one day for about four minutes and uh went straight to dunbat i couldn't handle it Mm -hmm.
0: i know like we always like the skate parks in toronto that we go to but what's the one park that you try to avoid now
3: I think I do a pretty good job of avoiding it because I never fucking go put the one under the bridge <laughs> in the east end. <laughs>
0: that thing's cooked, man. That's Place barely is a part. Fucking
3: brutal.
0: It's a good one. And then fantasy player you've picked up that saved you in certain times. Yeah, obviously Kyron Williams. I, I've got a Zach Moss share. I've enjoyed that ride. Still has some value with Jonathan Taylor playing. I just worry that that's just going to begin to evaporate. This past or two weeks ago, I knew that Travis Etienne's bye was coming and I needed to prepare and find an RB. And Gus Edwards was out there on the waiver wire. And he went absolutely nuclear last week. And I know Gus runs really hot and cold. So let's hope he saves me this week.
3: The Gus bus. Dude, I've had the worst luck with dropping players in uh, in the Bunt League this year. I I drafted Adam Thielen with my last pick. Oh. He put up, I think, .2 points week one, dropped him, and then he's been on an absolute he's tear since. And also in that league, I drafted J.K. Dobbins, so I had the Gus bus. Got a touchdown that first week, 12 points, non-PPRs, doing his thing. And then he proceeded to put up like four four to six points for like five weeks straight. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Get the fuck off my team. And then he drops 20 plus two weeks in a row mm-hmm. right after I drop him. And then the cherry on top drafted Jahan Dotson. Who was supposed to be my wide receiver too in that league. And he was just absolute trash all season. Not necessarily his fault. Like for whatever reason, it's they just like love their tight ends. I dropped Dotson, and then he puts up, like, 100 yards and a touchdown that week. So, yeah, that's the opposite of what you're asking. I have Kyron Williams. <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> I have, man? I have Kyron Williams, and I had Kyron Williams and Zach Moss, but I
0: also had Montgomery and oh, Eckler so and how Swift. you turned... Okay, you know, I consider myself a savvy trader in fantasy sports, but Safa is by far... The best trader you will ever (laughs) find in fantasy sports, he will (laughs) not stop. This guy somehow turned Jerome Ford, which let me tell you, great pickup, he's done good. He turned him into Jalen Waddle and then went and added a share with Jalen Waddle, whoever the fuck it was, and turned that into CD Lamb, Tank Dell, like (laughs) Tank Dell like and we're not playing with news we're playing with the same people we've been playing with forever i'm just like how the fuck did Jerome Ford and Tank Dell turn into CD Lamb it Woo! makes literally zero sense to me like
3: let's go baby and then you there's this find-
0: one owner in our league Phil Mendelson my fucking dog been trying to get Bijan Robinson off him literally for weeks and weeks and I've offered up like Derrick Henry and a piece like we've been working on this. And then this past week, here we go. Uranus <laughs> as Fantasy Team acquires Bijan Robinson and not just that, T Higgins as well. For fuck's sakes, man. And I said this in our little group chat, but I literally nothing pains me more than receiving a message from Safer that says hey can you push this trade through I want to see what my new team looks like <laughs> <laughs> fuck sakes it's yeah. Yo, your fault for leaving that stupid setting on where you have I, to I know trades. but f- <laughs> fuck me man this guy turned Jerome Ford and Tank Dell into CD Lamb, and then he got my Bijan Robinson
3: let's go you see that playoff schedule let's oh go
0: baby god Woo! the fucking pain and angry
3: swift i yeah. was so shook because yo phil's like okay hey, i'll do the trade at the end of the day if if every no one gets hurt and like like the the values they're still relatively the same and then i see Bijan get like a a touchdown and i was so bummed i'm like oh fuck he better not have 20 points because then phil won't do it yeah. i look he has 12 points i'm like yes and then the philly game's happening deandre swift ain't doing shit and then he gets like a garbage – or it wasn't garbage. It was a much-needed touchdown in real life. But he got that fluke-ass touchdown right at the end of the game just to make it look like they both had the same like type of production, which they did, like 60 yards and a TD. But, oh. oh, that was stressful because yeah. I knew he was coming my way as if, if Swift just did his part one more time.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell.
3: But, man, yo, honestly, on paper it looks like I – have roast pill like every time but he's roasted me so many times because you never know in the nfl who's gonna get hurt like last year i got c m s no i traded him McCaffrey, and i got justin jefferson and jefferson put up 15 yards in the finals and McCaffrey was on a fucking tear so you never know that wasn't a one for it wasn't one a one trade. for one though i can't i get can't remember i feel like yeah he, it was i feel not. like he gave me an rb too
0: anyways yeah, i'm just <laughs> waiting for the the trade between you and Sebastian Lyman in the big league because I know it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be bad this year. He's going to oh, give you shit. insane draft picks. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Get your emails and voice notes into the live at gmail.com. And uh, hopefully, next week we don't have to hear about safest fantasy football team until the rundown. <laughs> This is The Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Picking up right where we left off last week. Give me a quick fantasy update, man. How how'd your football teams fare this weekend?
3: Uh, fantasy? Well, shit, man. Still in the thick of things. The Buffalo Bills and Bengals are playing right now in the first quarter. So I'm in a couple uh, close matchups. I need Dalton Kincaid to show up and outdo Stefan Diggs. I need a little magic from Herbert tomorrow night, but not too much because I'm also against them. You know, classic. (laughs) And I need Brees Hall to chill tomorrow, man. It should be good. And Eckler, do your thing, baby.
0: (laughs) So last week you lost Captain Kirk. You talked a little bit about the other three-headed monster you have at quarterback, and Kenny Pickett, Jordan Love, and, fuck, who's it? Oh, Gardner Minshew. And don't forget my new boy,
3: Aiden O'Connell. I was just going
0: to say you've thrown a new hat into the ring. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell or McConnell or however you want to say it. But one guy you don't have who this week and in weeks past you've seemingly taken a liking to, C.J. Stroud. Talk about the impressive young rookie.
3: Bro, I've been feeling him since like week one or week two. Whenever I first noticed him, this dude was just throwing bombs to Nico Collins and his rookie homie, Tank Dell. They got Dalton Schultz, who emerged from being irrelevant the first like month of the season. Let's not forget, he was popping for Dak last year. Now he's popping again in Houston. Stroud's got that swagger, man. And. I don't know what's true or what's not, but I, I think I read something about uh, the uh, the Panthers wanted Stroud, like the coaching staff and the, all the execs and shit, but then ownership oh. came in thinking they were playing real-life fantasy football and apparently was like, nah, we're taking Bryce the Young. little homie Bryce Young. And that's why I even saw a video and the coach was like, yeah, yeah, like, well, there's something about like, well, we'll play one-on-one when you're down and... Carolina, blah blah blah, and then ownership fucked it up. Sure, he's kicking himself now. I mean, still early in their careers, and Bryce Young did beat Stroud last year when they played. But I mean, last week. But man, he's got that. He's got that it factor so far. I know it's early, but I'm actually finding myself just
0: loving watching the Texans this year, man. Wasn't expecting it. Absolute excitement at all times, and now we have a man by the name of Will Levis stepping up. He fell short to your Steelers who, ever since I publicly roasted them on the show, have won three or four straight, which is just about as classic as a D. Jones football take gets. Uh, Kenny Pickett, getting the job done, but trouble in paradise. George Pickens, A.B. Jr. or no? I'm not liking what I'm hearing, man. (laughs) Pickens. Yo, they, they fucking
3: won the game and this guy goes and unfollows the Steelers on social media. Uh, there's oh. footage. You could see there's an angle when uh, Deontay Johnson catches that touchdown that was the game winner and Pickens just immediately walks away the other direction. No celebration. And I mean, I remember when they drafted him, it was like, oh yeah, he's, he's kind of a hothead or whatever, but like mm-hmm. Tomlin will be able to reel him in it seems like they're they're losing a man and they're winning games, which is the worst part. And I have him on one fantasy team, and I luckily didn't play him this week because he had, I think, two catches for negative one yards. But he's us- he's supposed to be my flex. So Pickens, get your head on straight. I don't want I don't like this AB shit. I hate seeing young guys who can't get out of their own way because yo, you only have one shot in the NFL. Well, sometimes a couple. Cause they forgive a lot because it's a crazy league. Mm-hmm. They love talent, but. I just don't want to see him shoot himself in the foot by being a crazy bastard. And uh, next thing you know, he's
0: he's uh, out on his ass. Yeah. Not in the league because of his head. A la Plaxico Burris. Um, two things on Pickens. He had more than enough time to toe tap.
3: Yeah, that was bad. He had
0: like five, six yards. Absolute path- pathetic attempt at toe tapping. Did I say I had two things? I think I just said one. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. One team you wanted to talk about. You're impressed with the Baltimore Ravens seemingly getting it done week after week. And Lamar Jackson isn't, isn't taking the punishment he used to. It's not all on his back. The running game is... Running rampant. Mark Andrews doing his thing. OBJ got involved this week. Zay Flowers slowed down from a hot start. But Justin Tucker has clutch as usual. And the Baltimore Ravens are just rolling, man
3: loving it man you're not actually uh, allowed
0: to love the ravens at all they're like your arch nemesis you know you understand that right oh as a Steelers fan yeah Uh, yeah i'm still learning the ways of uh, a The rivalry hasn't like sunk in yet has it
3: but no it really hasn't because before i pledged myself to Steeler nation i always was in lamar's corner i feel like he's just constantly disrespected the whole money situation like that whole shit like no team teams coming out of the woodwork being like we don't we wouldn't trade for him like what shut the fuck yeah, up. yeah i never understood why so, are you saying it yeah and like look at the falcons playing taylor heineke and fucking desmond ritter and they're the ones who came out and said nah nah we, we have no interest like shut up mm-hmm. so i i definitely root for lamar and it's good to see him finally uh you know healthy knock on wood keep it going but Baltimore living up to their potential for the first time since his MVP season, it feels like.
0: Yeah. They feel like a team that always kind of gets to the playoffs and then just never wins, though. Like, I'm not impressed with a good regular season by the Ravens. They gotta make a fucking run here. You know what I mean? It's time. Like, they've always done well, and then Cincinnati kind of just came into the division and took over. And They have like kind of rough regular seasons sometimes, the Cincinnati Bengals. But when the goal gets tough, they've been winning big games in the playoffs. That's what I want to see out of the Ravens.
3: Hundos, but yo, did Lamar, am I tripping or did Lamar not play in the playoffs the last two years? Like he didn't, he definitely didn't last year. Huntley
0: played a couple games. I think Huntley's actually stepped in for him a few times.
3: Yeah, I can't remember what happened two years ago, but last year, and they almost beat the Bengals. Remember? There was that, uh,
0: Insane, like, yeah, like 90 yard, yeah, return to fumble, it. yeah, and exactly. some shit, yeah, wild. You forget about those little things, man. All right, any any more football news you want to chat on, or any more football news you want to touch on? Um, you want to talk about Dak's collapse, or not collapse, nah, but coming man, up short uh, okay. yet again. Stephen A. can handle that one tomorrow, man. Fucking, that
3: was just you. We we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Though I was surprised they got a second shot at it. All those penalties, but we knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Come on, Cowboys. You just hope Get for better. Way.
0: Like on the last, I think the third and ten, and they threw it to Tolbert. It's like even the guys on the broadcast were. Like, oh my god! I know. How are you throwing it to like, fucking Tolbert if it's right now? One
3: on one across the board. Huh? They
0: didn't even play him last year. He was like a.
3: Uh, they drafted him like I remember there was buzz When they drafted him Like oh shit Tolbert's gonna be like The the two And they, he couldn't even play Last year now Jesus. it's Game on the line They throw it to him When CD Like Gallup Everyone else is fucking there You throw it to that Unproven ass mom What
0: about Pollard though? Pollard's a guy who Last oh, year Don't get me started You maybe. said could be The number one Overall draft pick I don't think you have A Pollard share In any of our leagues Do you? do I do it's killing me. Which one? Well, I'm doing all right in that league. Oh, yeah, in the, yeah, in the Pollard.
3: League. He's my fucking first pick. What
0: the fuck's up I with went him?
3: Pollard, then Garrett Wilson. How the hell oh, am I my still
0: relevant in that league? Um, <laughs> all right, moving over to the NBA. James Harden found a new home, and seemingly 12 hours later, Kawhi Leonard spotted in the strip club. <laughs> What? I didn't see that. (laughs) There's a photo of him (laughs) getting a lap dance in a strip club. Kawhi Leonard. Oh my God. I mean, it could be old or fake or something like that, but just like the timing is Uh, just
3: epic, man. That's too good. That's too good. Um, I'm I'm assuming it's fake. I remember something surfaced of him in a strip club like a year or two or three ago. So maybe they're recycling that. If it is recent, that's actually amazing. But yeah, I have no idea what to expect. Holy shit, did T Higgy just get in there for me? Fucking scrub bastard. Um Yeah, there's only one basketball, so I'm super curious to see how this works out. Um We know Harden loves the ball. I think their starting lineup is gonna be Russ, Harden, PG, Kawhi, and Zubots. So damn, that's a lot of dribbling yeah yeah um i actually can't wait just to see how they do it i feel like it's gonna start good they're all gonna be passing way too much you know when everyone's trying to be extra nice at first except Kawhi probably he's a robot so he'll just be shooting his shots but uh yeah exciting stuff man uh it doesn't move the needle too much for me in terms of championship favorite or whatever but
0: Uh, it'll be a fun experience to watch i think i hope dude our experiments in taking Kawhi and paul george in the fourth round have been pretty good lately but i think this uh well i hope it doesn't have a negative effect on it but maybe a couple less shots and the funny thing about james Harden getting traded and he's saying that he's not a system player he is a system it's like the best player on that team Well the two of them Are not going to have Any of that Like They play a, Like Kawhi plays A pretty good system But the The strip yeah. club photo I just looked it up And a couple of them Are titled See why Kawhi Doesn't play on Back to backs <laughs> <laughs> oh, they gotta love The internet oh. man But Hell yeah Moving over from James Harden Wemby Looks like a real life Monstar And uh, he's getting the job done Living up to the hype
3: Bruv that 38 He put up on the Suns the other day Remarkable the game They beat them twice in like a couple days Uh, That one I don't know if you watched that first game But the Suns had it Locked up KD gets fucking double teamed in the corner Gets hacked in the face And fucking goes down or loses the ball, they strip him and then fucking ice the game basically. But uh yeah, they're they ain't playing. I thought it was gonna take them a little while longer, but they're they're starting to figure some things out there. And uh I would love to see them make the play in tournament man. Wemby's a freak. Do you see that block on OG today? It's in the corner?
0: Like he's eight foot wingspan. That's what I mean. The wingspan is just unhuman. I don't understand it. <laughs> it literally makes no sense but speaking of the playing tournament let's talk about the in-season tournament just what is it exactly man I'm so confused by this thing it just like popped up out of nowhere bro trust me no one's more confused than me
3: um <laughs> what do you win <laughs> money <laughs> I think each player gets 500k if I'm not mistaken Th- that's not even but, sick
0: yeah. I mean, I guess it is sick, cause it's 500k, but like, they could have made been something so much more relevant to the season, you know?
3: Yeah, it's. I think uh, that's a lot of money for the for like player, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 or whatever on the roster. For
0: player one, two, so, three, four, that money's just probably getting spent yeah. on the team. I'd say on the road, picking up some dinners, doing this and that. It's a lot yeah. of money to throw around. I, I, I'm confused by it. I hope.
3: Uh, I hope I listen to a podcast that explains it to me soon. Yeah, uh, I definitely shouldn't be the one trying to
0: explain. But it. these regular season games have to count towards the tournament and the regular season as well. Obviously. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. There's like some some scoring
3: system, I think. It's uh, they're not they're not like bonus games on the schedule or anything. Yeah. And what do you think of the courts? Um, the one I saw the other day, the blue ass one just looked distracting to me.
0: hmm Wasn't really feeling it. A very likable team at one point, a team we all wanted to watch. The Charlotte Hornets. What has become of our NBA League Pass team, man? It's just actually kind of sad. You got the Mikel
3: Bridges. I sorry, Miles Bridges. Which one is it, Miles? Yeah, Miles. Yeah, the big Miles one. Bridges situation. That guy is a dumbass who should maybe be in jail. Fucking maybe. Of course he should be in jail. If I mean, it's true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I said maybe, like, <laughs> if it's true, like, like throw away the key. And uh, I think he got arrested again recently or some shit. Jesus, but he's just. The ultimate duster. You got the only player I like over there these days is their rookie, Brandon Miller, who's actually looked good for a rookie so far. Mm -hmm. But yeah, not like LaMelo Ball scrubbing it up. Like that fool just shoots too erratically. Uh, PJ Washington's eye. Like they have a couple pieces, but they look like they're still a ways away from being like a, a playoff contending team. For sure. Gordon Hayward, he probably fucking can't wait. To, he's hoping to get
0: a buyout or a trade or something for sure. Like, Save the man. Someone go save the man from whatever the hell they got going on over there, man. <laughs> Slow week in sports for us. Fighting to find topics here. We could talk about our fantasy teams, but then we might go into part two of episode six. So we'll just leave it at that. And we'll catch y'all next week. Thanks for listening.
3: Peace. Go
0: Steelers Nation. <laughs> the outright support is fucking epic, man. If I was a longtime listener of the bunt and a Steeler fan since the beginning, and you just all of a sudden jumped on to be a Steelers fan, it would fucking make my day every Wednesday to hear it, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I almost have a soft spot for the Steelers, but I talk too much shit about them. It's rough for us, man.